Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. <laughs> it's time to play Dungeons & Dragons. You're, you're watching Dice & Dungeons, and I'm here at the table with... I'm David Wong. I play Nines, the Hunger Hungry Tabaxi Barvik... What? I'm Nicole Bates, <laughs> and I play Soria Ansuo, the mm. one who cooks things for the Hungry Hungry Tabaxi whatever. And what are you? I'm a changeling trade. Oh, okay. Neat. I'm Greg. I'm playing Olseth Ralph, who is a furbog fighter and protects the cook and the tabaxi bard, who actually saves my life a lot. But thank you. We won't. It. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. But thank you. Character growth. But oh, thank you. you. And thank you, too. For what? Saving my life, too. From starvation. And things. We could get an exhaustion point if we didn't eat. And I'm Alexis Bates, your trusty dungeon mistress. And? Who tries to kill us. And occasionally who won. Now, who when... Who doesn't try and kill us. It, yes. That we're aware Your of. fourth party member to balance out combat dynamics, mostly. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm actually not much of a fan of DMPCs as mechanics in campaigns, but, you know, sometimes... Uh, you just need to have four to make a combat really work. And I got tired of making combats that had to work within three, so I gave myself a little more freedom to design. Yeah. Thank you for that self-disclosure. Yeah, you know. Well, I do believe in trying to educate people about how to be a good player. And, good and I believe in educating people about <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Dyson Dungeons is the best way to support our channel. You can get all sorts of benefits from joining our Patreon, including behind-the-scenes videos of uh, our warm-up sessions and at different tiers, there's other rewards, like being able to get your name in the credits. So check us out at patreon.com slash Dyson Dungeons. Take it away, Lexi. I actually got whiplash from that transition. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even finished my sentence, and the transition was on. You did Just, a great job, Zoria. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add? Me? No. No. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I I'm waiting for it. We all are. You. Lexi. So our usual sponsor is Geekified. Geekified mm. is a tabletop gaming store out of Vinton, Iowa that takes online and promotion orders for all your tabletop early game needs. There we go. A little faster next time. Oh, a little faster. Yeah, we, we're we on a timetable. Do it here. over. Faster. No. <laughs> So, if you are in the need for any new Magic Gathering cards, or maybe you're thinking about picking up that at the time of this broadcast, recently released uh, Spell Jammer setting for Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, you can head on over to geekifiedIowa.com, or if you're in the area of Vinton, Iowa, stop in, say hi, and pick it up in person. They'll be happy to help you out either way, and uh, support your local gaming store. Thank you to Geekified for all of your support over the more than a year that you've been sponsoring us. So we appreciate everything that you do, and we love working with you. Thank you again. I think that's all the announcements we have today. If we have more, then I'll just randomly insert them here. And otherwise, um, Dungeoneers, let's roll.
last week on Dyson Dungeons. Following the events at Brukelian's Keep, Midnight Brunch fled into the mountains through a secret passage known only to smugglers and other purveyors in less than legal trades. The party has managed to survive several days in the tunnels and caverns, while also keeping alive the more than 300 changelings that they had freed from their prison. Now, the party has emerged into a large and long since abandoned mining area, where they will try to navigate their way safely through the mines, and then make a safe passage for changelings to follow. Hey, doll. <laughs> Reception's great down here. <laughs> How many bars do you have? Oh, uh, I don't know what a... At least one. You use that to immobilize people. Yeah, I have my little an iron rod. You mean that? Yeah. Hi, doll. Good evening, Zoria. How are you? I'm cooking beans. How are the beans? Ah, uh, they're pretty good. We're under the Dragon Peaks right now. Are you trapped there, or are you making your way through mining tunnels? Uh, the second one. Yeah, we're leading my, uh, well, a few lost uh, changelings through the through the tunnels to get out of the Republic. And I'm making them beans. Then I take it you were able to find your family. Yes. Um, well, not all of them. That is both good and distressing news. Yeah, my mom is apparently missing still. Do you have any idea where she is? No. Do you have anything that you could scry on her with? I can't scry. Mm, others could. Um... I don't, I don't personally, but I could ask my, my dad. Look into the matter and let me know if you find something. Okay. So do you have any good bean recipes? I'm making a lot of beans. <laughs> no, I'm not much of a fan of most beans. That's fair. Are you talking to the doll? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to ask something? Yeah, well, like, what's his favorite kind of bean? He doesn't like beans. That, all of them? Are there any beans you like? Lima. Lima. Never heard of them. What about llama beans? <laughs> Are those llama beans shaped like llamas? No, they're fava beans. They're fava beans <laughs> shaped like llamas, yeah. No, I'm not a fan of fava beans. Doesn't like fava llama beans. What does he like? What do you like? I like my nutrition paste. Nutrition paste. Can't that be made of beans? I don't think it's made of beans now. Could he make it out of beans? Can you make it out of beans? It's Some sort of bean paste. Of beans. Oh, it's partially made of beans. Which beans? What kind of beans? Soy. Soy beans. I don't like that. Oh. Nines doesn't like that. Hmm. Then he probably won't like my paste. Do you like his paste? I don't think I've had his paste. Yeah. Good. Good. Hey. <laughs> he says it's pretty good. <laughs> that result surprises me, but also pleases me. So, 
Just for the record, I'm probably just gonna call you whenever I'm making beans from now on. <laughs> Is that okay? You can call me whenever you wish. Oh, thanks. All right, any any tips or legends you've heard about the tunnels under Drang's Peak? Like any Balrogs or things like that we have to watch out for? I've heard of quite a few horrifying things that exist within the Drang Peaks. Yeah, stuff where they dug too deep? Not so much that. Oh, good. No Balrogs, guys. No? Oh. What's a Balrog? I don't know. It's probably trademarked. Um, what have you heard of? Mostly giant insects and Big very pissed off dragons that had been angry dragons. long since excluded from the red dragon covens. Oh, are they also red dragons? Yes. Red dragons. Oh. Angry red dragons. What do they taste like? What does a dragon taste like? Mostly they taste of poorly aged lobster. Bad lobster. Like the tangy crab? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never eaten at one. Hmm. Don't. I was not planning to. <laughs> However, I am forced to smell it on a daily basis. Why? There's one next to my house. Why? Right now I'm just imagining Dole Some of lives. my colleagues <laughs> appreciate how terrible it is, ironically. So he lives next to a tangy crab and above a bowling alley? That's why I imagine he lives. <laughs> Maybe. That's if he lives over a bowling alley. That's if he lives over a bowling alley. Do you live over a bowling alley? Not in this dimension, no. <laughs> what are you up to right now? I was reading. What are you reading? I was reading teenage romance novels. <laughs> he was reading teenage romance novels. We didn't ask. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> I was reading a book called Paradox. As for a brief synopsis of the plot. <laughs> Give me a second. Who's it by? The author's name was Marguerite. Just, just Marguerite? It's an authorial name. Yeah, give me a brief synopsis. Like, at least two paragraphs. The main character, Safan, now learns that she has latent magical abilities, mm -hmm. which allows her to feel more connected to most of her family, since they are all wizards and witches. But they come to find out her abilities are slightly different, given that she gains her powers from an unknown, long-made pact with a demon. A what? A demon. What's that? Some sort of horrible creature that they made up for this particular book. Okay. Imagine a being of immense evil, and that's the made-up part of this story. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I was saying is the voice, right? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Why are you reading about the voice, Dole? I suppose the voice is a not too far off analogy for what the demon is described as in the book. So? That's as far as I've gotten. Oh, I'm still oh reading okay. The book. Well, fill me in later and maybe I can borrow it. Perhaps. 
I'm not sure that I care much for this particular sense of imagination. It seems very troubled. Wow. But it was popular among, you know, teens. Hmm. So I wanted to understand it. Why? <laughs> I'm curious about things. Oh, okay. All right, well, the beans are done, so I'm going to let you go. Just thought I'd start off the session by talking to you. It has been a few days since we spoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep you, keep in touch so we don't disappear for months. I would appreciate that you not do that again. I'll try my best. All right. Have a good evening or day, I suppose. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. Hey, Tori, I found another swirling pit. I'm going to jump into it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So how is Duel doing? Dull doing? Uh, he's reading a book. Oh. Okay. Why? What's the book about? <laughs> Explain it to me within two paragraphs. It's called Paradox by Marguerite. And it's about a bunch of kooky magic stuff, and someone falls in love, probably. Was it you? No. Hmm. Me? What do you mean? Would you all fall in love? With a with a with kooky magic stuff? I'll take sure. Probably, yeah. Alright, let's continue this adventure. <laughs> okay. What's going on? Why are you making beans right now? Last time we just walked into a new cavern. Oh, I thought we spent spent the night at the end of the session. We did. Yeah, and now we're walking into the cavern. It is now after the night, as far as we yeah, know. Yeah, so bean breakfast, and then we go in the cavern, mm-hmm. right? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's what we're doing. Bean breakfast show. done. Let's go into the cavern. Okay. I'm going to pull that up, and... <sighs> Every day's like... Turn that on. I want a bean feast. <laughs> For the record, I'm saving the rest of the basilisk meat to feed sevens. We could have been the mid-bean bu- uh, brunch. The mid-bean Yeah, brunch. mid-bean brunch. That, that doesn't work. I'm not... T- what would a mid-bean be? We could have just been the bean The feast. middle bean. Uh, well, instead of being midnight brunch, you're temporarily bean feast, I guess, <laughs> as you make your way through the mountains. No brunch, only bean. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you had brunch. You can all see the map? Yeah. Yes. We follow the tracks. We go north. Well, in whatever direction that is. Okay, so you are going northward. Yeah. We're following the tracks. Okay. Let Which me... is really easy to do because they're not moving. What are the tracks made out of? Um, iron with uh, wood cross beams. So just Can we steal crap. that? Are they how well fastened are they? <laughs> Fairly. Mm-hmm. How, long, how long are each of the, the track sections? I'm assuming it's not like just one continuous welded track. That there's separate. They're about 20 foot lengths. Hmm. I was just curious because we might be able to turn them into something or burn the wood. Are, they, are they spiked down? Yeah, they're spiked. Okay, I get my, out my crowbar. <laughs> And I, I pull off the spikes on one of the 20-foot lengths of track. Midnight okay. brunch. We'll steal everything that is nailed down. <laughs> <laughs> so how many how many spikes do I get? Uh, How long do you want to spend doing Eight it? Eight hours later. No. 
I feel like I need that on the button over here. Uh, just like <laughs> three hours later. Yeah. I need to have that as a little transition. Not a long time. I imagine they've been down here a long time. They must come out pretty easily. But they're dwarven make. Well, yeah, but how, how long do you want to spend? You asked how many you got. I want to know how long you spend doing it so I can tell you how many you got. 12 minutes and 47 seconds. And 10 silver. It's <laughs> a very specific amount of time. Yeah, well. All right, in 12 minutes, you're able to get, like... 47 seconds. And 47 seconds, uh, I'll say you get 10 up. Yeah. Is that enough to lift off one of the 20-foot lengths of track or not? No, they're put in about every foot. So it's 20, and I got half. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I got 10 spikes. Good job. Mm-hmm. So, you got, yeah, you got 10. They're about 8 inches long. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check out that tunnel up there. Okay. Then I'm going to hide that. Then I can go rummage through the rocks, see if they can cool in there. Mm-hmm. It's important to do that. Oh, yeah, there could be, like, crowbars in there or, like, iron ore tailings. Do you think uh, Do you think we designated, like, corners for the changelings to, like, go to the bathroom in? Because we've been down here for days, and there's hundreds of them. I mean, no, you, just wouldn't, been you wouldn't want to be following Yeah, you just swoop along the way. We're not going back. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I mean... I, I, so there's just... There's probably 300 changelings worth of droppings that at least two people had to to traverse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. they won't. They won't. They won't thank us. Write that down. That way, when we run into one of them, inevitably, we have to ask if they stepped in changeling poop. They're called Rissati pellets. They they come out as pellets. Are they cube? Yeah. I'm finding out a lot about changelings right now. Being in basilisk cubes. What? Bean and basilisk cubes. The Rasati pellets. Uh-huh. <laughs> B&B. What? Bean and basilisk. Th- this is this is definitely appealing to the seven-year-old demographic. You're filling time while you're it's trying the, to it's find like, I've been done for a while. It's like, oh, well, it's well like, I have a lot to say about changelings pooping. It's like herring guns. <laughs> they, they poop pellets. If you want to discuss changeling poop, put it in the comments below. <laughs> Should we keep talking about changeling poop? No. I think uh, we've talked about everything that can be said about changeling poop. uh, So we can move on. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. I'm satisfied and um, relieved. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm done. You're relieved too, huh? What? What? What what shape are your pellets? (laughs) Human. They come out as big old human shapes. Not little llamas? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're shaped exactly like what I eat. <laughs> Are you going to rummage through the boulders? I don't know. Anyway, I'm... what's in this room we just got to? You look well, like you're done. <laughs> only I'm in there right now. Hey, Zoria, what do you see? I don't know. What do you see in your bubble pile? I don't know. Let me roll for it. I got a 12 in my investigation in rock. <laughs> What just happened? I spent like four minutes talking about poop, changeling poop, and David Wong poop. Whose poop is apparently exactly what he eats. 
<laughs> Nine's just not exactly. It's a cartoon <laughs> exaggeration of what I. Pay. Or eight. Nine, nine's just investigated the rubble at the end of the track. And, I went, and I went into the room. Okay. And I'm, and I'm, For the... I'm, I would follow at a respectful distance, but I don't want to be... You're, you're busy yeah. literally stealing things that are nailed down. They're stealing the nails. <laughs> the nails that were nailed down. Yeah. yeah. With great success. That's where we're at right now. Glad we've made progress. <laughs> Have I been killed is, by a monster? <laughs> this is funny because the beginning of this episode is literally off of the rails. Well, that ended it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get back on track. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're being railroaded to something. <laughs> Choo-choo. You two need to mind you. Okay. Are we back now? Uh, are we good? Little reset from Changeling. We're all good. Okay. So, so what's in the uh, what's what's in the rubble? Um. In this room. No, in the rubble. At the end of the tunnel. Yeah. yeah. He's checking the rubble. Okay. He's I, doing I got spikes, a and I'm going in the room. Rocks. You got your spikes mm -hmm. in the room. I get to see the room. There's nothing in the rubble other than rocks. Oh. Typical. In this room, it is filled with crates. Ooh. Ooh. It coming. seems like upon uh, a pretty quick investigation that these crates indeed once contained food supplies. There's mm -hmm. flour and sugar and things. They look, uh, you know, petrified at this point. Petrified sugar. Yeah. What, like turned to stone by basilisks or just really, really old? Really, really old. Okay. Didn't go bad, it's not moldy or anything, is it? It's wet in here. It's pretty wet in the caves. There's a lot of moisture How in there. How many crates of this so, food? Yeah, it, it's like it's been turned into something very not sugar anymore. How, how many crates of things are in here? There's probably about uh, two or three dozen different crates in here. If I purified it, would it be palatable again? It's not even food at this point. Ah. It's not like spoiled food. It's completely changed into something else. So, yeah. been it's, here for a while. It's like beyond food. Wow. So, yeah, this room doesn't have uh, any new food in here. Are there any markings on the crates? Yeah, there are some markings. You recognize one of them fairly quickly. The others you think are maybe some sort of supply indicator of like what's in the box. But it's in a type of dwarven script that is so old that you don't recognize it anymore. This is, it like, predates the emergence of Glendrangan as a language. Very old dwarven script. Yes. Uh, but you do recognize one of the symbols, and it looks different, but similar enough where you think it's probably one and the same. 
It seems to be a marking of the Gratfell family. Can I check all these crates for anything hidden in here, or is um, it just foodstuffs? Yeah, do you want to like investigate around? Yeah, yeah. Sure, make an investigation check then. Guidance. Investigation. Twelve. Um, with a pretty thorough search being completed, you don't think that any of the crates have anything valuable in them. I look behind the crates. Okay. Um, why don't you make another investigation check? Guidance. Anything bad? Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> I think we need. When? When did we ordered the pixel dice? During we just the, need more light here. During last, uh, during that fundraiser last year. Yeah. We had ordered them. And we want the light up dice. Yeah. For, I want the light up dice for Elsa. Yeah. And that is in no way criticizing the Pixel team. It's been pretty chaotic, so yep. don't don't think of it that way. We just are anxiously awaiting them, because they're cool. 13. You don't think that there's anything you've missed outside of the crates, either? I found nothing behind the crates. <laughs> All right, I stand on top of one of the boxes, or uh, crates. Okay, make a stand on top of one of the boxes or crates check. Crap. Add your proficiency bonus. Oh, it's going to be like uh, 20. 20? Ooh, you stood on the crate very well. It didn't break. Meow, meow. All right, let's go to the next room, I guess. There's not much else here. No, this is... Okay. A very... Sometimes a room just has old flower in it. Sometimes yeah. a room is just a room. No. With old boxes. They're all full of traps. This is Dungeons and Dragons. Traps or gold, okay. one of the two. Yeah. So now I'll bring this back up so people could see it, rather than me going back and forth between the screens all the time. Uh, hmm. You come across a fork. You've got to decide where to go next. Is it better than my other cave fork? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I take that one and replace it with my current one. Very good. <laughs> Let's head south. We're going to head south. All right. That while I reveal that portion of the map. How's that cave fork? Oh, one second, I have to find it in here. Oh, okay. Okay. So I've got a slightly better cave fork, mm -hmm. and now I can change that to... Slightly even better. Is it slightly even better, or is it now just a better... Cave fork. It's a it's a better cave fork. Wow. Wow. That's is that uncommon, rare magic item? Um, it is a very rare non-magical item. <laughs> All right, I leave my slightly better cave fork there. And yeah, I you have to replace it. Yeah, you, you you can only use one inventory slot for that. And if you leave, if you don't leave it there, then we can only go one way because okay. it won't be a fork anymore. 
can't wait till we can find an even better cave for even. Eventually, you'll get like a legendary weapon out of this. All right. She's just gonna stop letting us go into caves just so, all together. Yeah. Oh, you found a big one. You found a very large room. Echo. Meow, meow, meow. What's in the room? <laughs> Do we get attacked now by something that heard our echoing? <laughs> so this very large changer, changer, chamber has quite a bit of slowly dripping water that's forming the very beginnings of stalactites. You can see in here that this is, unlike other parts of the cave that you have been in till now, very clearly mined out. There are piles of tailings set into the floor, taking up quite a bit of space. And this is the first sign of real um, civilization activity going on. Can we tell what they were mining? If you take a look through the tailings, it's pretty obvious that there's like little tiny bits and scraps of like iron and some of the common metals, but in less quantities, copper, bauxite, things like that. But it's mostly iron. I mean, the city's name is Iron Vale. Oh, I don't get it. Wait. Are any of them magnetic? Do you have a magnet? Do you, do you have a magnet? Hmm. I, I don't know if you do. Because if you have a magnet, you could test that, but... I think I do. Oh. Gross oversight. Mm -hmm. We don't even know how they work, so... No, I have a compass. <laughs> but we don't know how that works. You have either. a regular compass? It just says compass, yeah. I've had that for a long time. I got it from Joma. I'm gonna I don't know go, what that guy's up to right have now. A magnet. Wow. But Put there's a there's the a lot of tailings in the these piles. There are little tiny scraps of iron and some other metals in here. I'm gonna look around to make sure where there's nothing. I'm just gonna look for trouble. Looking for trouble. Make sure there's not any monsters in this big. Why are you looking at me? Why don't you make a perception check? We'll, okay, we'll call it a perception check for this one. Um, uh, 12. Nothing really seems to jump out from the shadows. <clears throat> getting any sense of unease here? Okay. Shall we move on? Do you want to check this room more? Do I'll investigate the room. Go ahead. Make an investigation check. 14. Okay. You already rolled, so it doesn't count. No. I'll allow it. I haven't given you the result. 17. 17. Okay. You dig through the tailings and just find sometimes occasionally larger pieces of iron uh, is a couple of 
chunks of kind of copper ore you can see have really oxidized, they're quite green. Um, you find a little, the most interesting thing you find is a little tiny sliver of malachite. It's not very interesting to me. I move on. Okay. <clears throat> are there, what are the paths out of here? Let me bring that back up one moment. So, you'll be able to see there's a random encounter table making a guest appearance. Guest appearance. There is, and that is in white. But there are exits out there. And down here, that's where you came in. Shall we go to the eastern facing one, see if it loops back? Sure, we'll check that Let's one. see if we can complete that. Yeah, we're going to look in the right. The Got to max one. out the, the map sure. completion rate. Yeah, we might find a potion. <laughs> Plus, when you get 100%, you get a bonus item. Yeah, and the true ending. Yeah, the true ending. Oh, there's two paths. Okay. Oops. There we go. Mm. Try not to show the viewers anything they're not supposed to see, so that's why I cover it while I undo it. Because sometimes I screw up and reveal too much of the map. Do I want to go north or northeast? Oh, let's go northeast. All right, we're going to go through that side tunnel over on the right side. Okay. So you are going through... Yeah. There? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. For viewers that can't see this, if you're you're watching, there was a split in the pathways, then a large room, and they found a path that navigated back to where they were. And now they're continuing on with a path closer to where they entered this room originally. I hope we found more dead, gross flower. Why? I don't know, that's kind of cool. What is it? I thought it smelled. It did. Alright. Also, what do you hope we find? Hmm, I hope we find the end of this tunnel so we can get out. That's I, a better answer. It's the boring answer. Mm -hmm. So the room that you enter has uh, many small holes in it. And the room itself is about you know, 50 by 75. And it's been fairly roughly carved out. You can still see all sorts of pickaxe markings on the rock and everything. Fairly obvious that this isn't a natural formation. But there's a lot of small holes all over the floor in this room. I Pin side? What is small? Uh, about two inch diameter. Hmm. And they seem to be um, in an array. Like they were carved out. <clears throat> they're not natural. It's pretty clear that they're not natural, that these are some sort of drill. chisel or drill that has been made here. So in an array, you mean that they form like a a grid pattern. Correct. I stick, uh, yeah, I'll stick my staff down into one if it's about two inches wide. Okay. How far down does it go? About an inch. Oh. But it feels sort of soft when it looks. Ooh. Try a couple more. They all have the same ratchet. Seems does like it? about an inch down, then there's something kind of soft at the bottom of it. 
Does it feel like it's moving at all? And if I just told the staff against it? Like it's alive? It doesn't feel alive. It feels more like sand. Oh, sand. I could also, have stab it with your flamey sword. You want me to melt it? What? Well, why don't you stab it? I take my uh, hammer. And what I want to do is break, break the surface between like four of these holes to break out a square. How, well, how far apart are they? They're about uh, three feet apart, each of them. That's going to be a lot of breaking. Yeah, there's only two inches. Let's see how it goes. I'm going to use my crowbar as a chisel and hammer it and see if I can break the, break the surface. Um, I'll say that you spend about ten minutes and you chip away at some of the stone, but you're mining through the hard limestone underneath a mountain. You don't make quick progress. Well, the stone is very hard. Um, can I scoop out some of the sand from one of the holes? It's only like an so inch you're, down. So you're reaching your hand down in there? Yeah, I'm trying to pull some out. Well, you <laughs> suck down into the hole. As you go to like kind of scoop some of it out, you realize that it it does have sort of the feel of setting something in sand, but you also quickly realize that there's like burlap, some sort of cloth over the top of it. You can feel that texture. Maybe it's um, the stuff that we blew up Iron Bale with. Like they're blowing it up with explosives. Mm. We should definitely stab with a flamey sword then. Also, <laughs> oh, oh, we're gonna go in the other room. <laughs> so, is there any other way out of this room other than the way we came in? Yeah, there's a. The passage continues on. You guys hadn't gotten a very good look. Well, you guys hadn't a look at it. I was describing the room, and then you got distracted by the holes. Um, well, I'll put that up. So, you do have another very clear way out. Can I? Can I pull? one of the bags of burlap out. Yeah, it takes you a little bit, but you eventually get the material and you kind of pinch it and you can pull it up out fairly smoothly. doesn't get a lot of resistance and you wind up with, after pulling it out, sort of a loose bag um, about the size of, I don't know, like both your fists put together like that and has sort of this greeny, stuff inside. You haven't seen it yet. What's it smell like? It smells mostly like limestone cave at this point. Oh. Mm. Throw it on the fire! See what happens! Okay, you untie the bag. There's just a loose tie on it. And inside you see a black substance. Some sort of black grains. What is it? Uh, Hmm. it looks like poppy seeds. Okay, so I, I will say Zarya, let me try something with that. D- do you taste it? She said it was poppy seeds. <laughs> I mean, it tastes, um, it tastes like ash and uh, ozone. This so, is terrible. And so I take, eggs. I take, like, um, 
oh, for me, like a, a tip of a fingerful. Sure, of, yeah. Of the black substance. Yeah. And I put it um, on a back in the corridor. Okay. Like 10, 10 feet or so. And I touch the flaming sword to it. Uh, it goes, poof. There's a little flash and a poof and then some smoke. We definitely need to get as many of these bags as we can. Definitely need to get as many. We all, we, we start reaching in and start grabbing bags. Yeah. Okay. I use the tongs from my cooking utensils. Okay. That uh, doesn't help a whole lot because it's just so small. They kind of get caught on it. Yeah, but doesn't you're, help. you're able to get all the bags out, and in this bunch, you've been able to retrieve uh, 61 little pouches. Ooh. Hey, Helwyn, is this a blasting powder? That's what it looks like, yeah. Who wants to carry it? I'll just put them in my bag. Yeah, I'd say definitely put it in the bag where it's the least likely to explode. That stuff's pretty dangerous. Yep. Oh, it'll go right next next to the fireplace. I keep letting there. <laughs> <laughs> so just for our edification, mm-hmm. uh, does blasting powder go off because of a flame or a spark or because of percussion? In this application, it will go off because of flame or a spark. Okay. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll move on through the tunnel. That's in this room. Okay. And revealing the map. I am revealing the map. Blasting. You head about 10 feet up the tunnel and you come to uh, split in the path. Ha. Where oh. you can go north up a tunnel or continue more westward. So it doesn't connect to the uh, other entrance that we saw? At the split? No, there's, there's, the rooms are fairly far up here. I'll just point it for you yeah, guys. Yeah. Okay, so it does reconnect. It does reconnect, <laughs> it does reconnect there. Alright. So we'll keep going up that center one then, if it connects, if the other path connects. Yeah, that, that yeah. does connect. I just didn't feel like pulling it all up for the viewers to uh-huh. see everything. So you guys get to see it. You go north a little ways and then reach a T-junction, where you can either go to the left, which has sort of a southwestward, and then you can see down the path, it kind of bounces back up northwest again, or you can go on the path that has a very northward, with just a slightly, so it's like north by northeast, up that other path. Do you want to take a taste of the tea while we're at this T-junction? <laughs> it's cave aged. I've already oh, pretended to quit the show we'll, once today. We'll go, Don't do it to me again. We'll take the leftmost option. Okay. Yeah. Yes, whichever way that's going. Yeah. And I'll have an Earl Grey with that. Yeah. Earl. Ha. All right. She's just ignoring us now. I know. <laughs> I almost feel like it's somehow our fault. What are we gonna do with all this blasting powder? When you reach Blast the, something. When you reach this room. <laughs> this room is filled with what are fairly easily recognizable. 
as some sort of discarded carapace. Hmm. So by the way, is this, is this the one that went sort of southwest or the one that went mostly north? I'll pull that up. Here's uh, where they are, everybody. Okay, so we're in that room. We're in that room. Mm. Investigate, I will do. So this room is filled. I mean, you can walk around in it. It, It's sort of like if you've ever been around a lot of geese, they just kind of poop everywhere Mm -hmm. on like a grass or a sidewalk. And yeah, there's spots where they haven't pooped. But you have to sort of tiptoe all over the place if you don't want to step in it. How big are these carapaces? The carapace that you see in front of you, and they vary in size. This particular one, it seems to fit a creature that if you kind of placed it, if it were something on top, the creature would probably be 25 feet long. Hmm. That's a big care of this. It is. Let's investigate it. Some are a little smaller. Some are a little bigger. There's a few that seem quite small by comparison that are only about six feet long. So what do they seem to be made of? As near as you can tell, it's some sort of calcified material. Mm. It's like seashell. I hit one with my crowbar. I'm going to be keeping um, an eye out. I don't use both hands because I'm holding my sword. But. So it makes a nice ding and like some flex are chipped off from it, but the, mm. the shell itself doesn't just shatter. If you take a close look at it, you'll see the shells are about quarter inch thick. Mm. So they're, they're hefty. I'm just keeping an eye out for danger because okay. whatever these things might be from might still be around. You can put a bunch of blasting powder on them. I feel like the blasting power would be better used clearing a path for the Rasati. Not creating claymores that we're going to stand next to? (laughs) No. Okay. The longer that you examine them, the more you come to understand that uh, in the dim light, it's a little hard to make out color, but they seem to have sort of a greenish-blue tint to them. And when you touch them, you get a little bit of that on your hand. It's kind of an aquamarine almost color. So but is that the color of the shell, or is it something that's like coating it? It's a little hard to tell. When you see the shell, it, that's the color. But there's also a lot of limestone dripping that's been going on here. It could be something contained within the stone. You can see wet spots hitting almost every shell at some part, because you're in a very liquidy cave. Is there any sign of where these things that left the shells would be or went? Not here. Okay. It seems to be more of like a room where they just do their shit. Well, I'm gonna investigate for anything valuable or of interest. Go ahead. Guys, okay. investigation check. Not good at all. Um, okay. Seven. Yeah, that really wasn't good. I I thought you were like more like 11 or something. But oh, nope. no, no, no. No. 
But anyone else like there's, to check? There's not much that you find in Guidance. there other than these shells. With my plus zero. What's the well, inherent problem with an investigation check and a perception check? If you do poorly, even if there's nothing to find in an area or nothing to see, you don't know. You, the player sort of defaults to thinking, "Oh, there's got to be something uh-huh. here that I'm missing." You know, that's that's kind of the problem with them. Well, I got a ten. Wow. You don't see anything more than Soria does. So I noticed them poking around, and decide, "Well, I might do that too." <laughs> see what I mean? Uh huh. Guidance. And the player doesn't know. It's kind of the game's structure where you know that your result wasn't that good. And you have awareness of that as a player, but your character wouldn't know. 13. It's it's just shells dripping water from the ceiling and the walls. <laughs> all right, well, let's... Well, we all thoroughly investigated and did this really well, so let's leave. Yeah. <laughs> let's go check the other pathway. Sure. I'm going to pop over on my screen and reveal that real quick. What do you think made those shells? Hmm. Probably something that's nice and friendly. Have I ever heard of any animals through my knowledge nature that might be something that has shells like that? Um, I mean, you've heard of some things like, you know, snails have stuff like that. Mm, Snails. you also know that there's some insects that have, insects. you know, like really tough carapaces on them. Right. That they might shed, you know. Uh, there's a lot of species out there that go through some sort of shedding process, the carapace. But these seem to, you know, be pretty large. It and you, was ha- from you, a you big don't know animal. anything for sure that sheds that. So. Well, I hope well, that they are. A big animal, huh? Yep. I, I write that down in my big notepad that I carry when I try to solve mysteries. Yes. You come to the next intersection, and I've revealed a little pillar there that you kind of walk around. You make that up pretty quick. But you've got two choices of where to go. You can go northward, or you can go eastward. Eastward. East. All right. You want to go north? We're not in the sink here. Okay. <laughs> well, gotta pick one. I go north. I north. Go. Nor because I'm afraid of being left alone. Okay. Plus, Helwyn wants to come with me. Uh, no. <laughs> Helwyn's gonna go with their best judgment and also go north, since that seems to be the prevailing best choice. Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna clean that up and then reveal the next part. Why didn't you want to go east? You know what happens east. Well, I don't. That's why I want to go there. Oh, me either. I just figured that the track was to our east, so that might be the way forward. So I wanted to make sure this way was clear. Was my actual reasoning. Oh, okay. Because we went west of the track. I was going to say it's because you like disagreeing with So I'm going to reveal the Ah. room so people have an idea of what this looks like. Then I'll give you a description. Okay. We move up a little bit and over, so it's nice and center. There we are. It has spikes. Got these big, large marks on the map. I'll explain them in a moment. Is it a rib cage? 
but wanted you guys to have in my period an idea of what this was. <laughs> I'd keep it up, but I have to. I've got my notes on the computer, and it's also what I show the thing on, so I have to switch. Sorry, folks. Mm-hmm. I hope it's this room time. above you. You see huge arcing bones from what appears to be a rib cage of some sort of giant species. Could be dragon? Nothing here that really proves that, though. I think the further we go in, the smaller we get. The bones are clear (laughs) in that they are stone. They have fossilized. So these are not some sort of recent thing. They are fossils. They loom above you. Oh, hi. It's about 30 feet above you. Mm-hmm. And you the like room it. is about 80 feet wide. They cover most of it. We need like a trident. These rib bones are about 60 feet long. Can you use the Oromal to make a new trident? Yeah. I could probably turn our pot back into a trident when we're done with that. I think the pot's going to be more useful. So these rib bones protrude down 20 of the 30 feet? No, no, sorry. They they do arc down. Mm-hmm. The ceiling kind of arcs with them. They're still in the stone. Oh, okay. So they're just like a rib cage. You know, they arc inwards. And the ceiling comes down with can we reach any of them? Can I reach it? They're about 20 feet up from the floor. Mm-hmm. That's their lowest point. Get on my shoulders, Elsa. No. <laughs> I want to watch this. I turn into Elsa, so I'm taller. No, you, you climb on mine. Oh, okay. I climb up on Elsa's shoulders as Elsa's. I'm seeing double. <laughs> All right. Four Which Olsef. was the real Elsa's? Well, obviously, I am the real Olseth. Sure. Counter example. I win. <laughs> Do we have something that makes us bigger or smaller? I have a spell that does, but I didn't prepare it because I'm pre- I'm all outfitted for making a bunch of food and water right now. That's important. Yeah. So, with Zoria really standing on with here. Zoria standing on my shoulders, can she reach any of the wrists? Since he's seven and a half feet tall, so I'm seven and a half feet tall. Yeah, but you're also yeah, but you're not standing on top of his head. I'm standing on his shoulders. Yes, so you probably lose like eight inches. So we're like fourteen feet up. Yeah, I'll say you can probably reach up to like. Six 18 or so, maybe and 17. I, and you said it was like this. 20. It's about 20 feet up. Alright, I take my staff. <laughs> and I poke it. You, you, okay, you do that. Did it tip over? Does it say anything? <laughs> the ribs? What do you mean, does it say? <laughs> <laughs> does like, it ow, my ribs. <laughs> does it make a musical tone? Yeah, does it make, oh yeah, does it make a music? You know, it just clinks like stone, I think. Can I climb on top of the Olsefs and try to get on top of the, the bone? <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you can do that. Um, make, make a 
Make an athletics check. That's what I'm going to say here. Ten. Okay. Uh, both Ulsaths. Mm -hmm. I... I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Mm -hmm. Constitution. I had a lot of beans in the last few days, so... 25. Six. Okay. Uh, Soria... <laughs> Soria, you take... Soria? Who is this Soria? Ulsath <laughs> 2. You take two damage from Nines climbing his way up you as he starts to slip at one point and, goes, <laughs> and holds on, digs in with his claws. But then I look damage. like I knew exactly what I was doing when I and did that. And then you get up to the top, Nines. Ulsath, mm -hmm. I need you to make an athletics check for holding this together since you've decided to do this. And no one told me not to, so it's really your fault. 23. Somehow you are managing to stay stable. So you're up on, you're you're up there now. What do you want to do? What am I looking for? And uh, cool stuff. I look for cool stuff. There's a rock that used to be bone. That's cool. Can I jump on it? No, I. Can you invert gravity? Do you have a, you have a crowbar or a dashboard bar for for off a chunk? Okay, I take my crowbar and just hit it for a bit. I don't know. I'm on top of it. All right, you... I you... caught my tail. I don't know what to do up here. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you damage the fossil. Very good. Mm -hmm. Speak with that. <laughs> he needs a mouth. Yeah, if we can find the mouth, it also says within 10 days, but considering what we found, maybe, maybe our DM will be nice. What do you mean? What did, considering you found what this? No, no. If we if we find the head, well, it's a big thing. For for speak with dead, I need a a head, and so. for it to die within ten days. And in Chaka <laughs> time, who knows how long their ten yeah. days really is like? How just? Uh, all right, <laughs> come on down. No, I'm scared. Okay, we'll leave you up there. No, Olsaf, <laughs> catch me. Okay. <laughs> How far are you two standing away from I'm each standing other? on top of Olsen. I'm on the bottom. <laughs> Which one do you want to catch you? You guys are standing in a straight line on top of each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, how far are you apart? This is zero inches. Okay, I'll get what? down and get ready to catch nine with Olsen. You have Featherfall, right? Yeah, but I don't want to use a spell slot. Oh, okay. Catch me, Olsaf! And I jump. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, which one of you... Uh, Soria, are you sticking your arms out to try to catch nines? Yes, but not, okay. not so much as to interfere with Olsaf actually catching nines. Okay, so you're, like, nine. T-Rexing it, like, <laughs> okay. No, I got off of Olsaf. I said. How? I climbed down him. But he's still up there. <laughs> Olsaf? Well, I thought I climbed nines. on top of the... Just uh, climbed yeah. down. I thought nine. Oh. I thought <laughs> nine went on top of the bones. <laughs> yeah. You can't go on top of the bones. They're in the ceiling. Oh, okay. Oh. Then I just crawled. Yeah, then I just crawled down. standing on your shoulder. I thought... Sorry, I, I got confused. I, we both thought that he went on top of the bones. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> just climb down. <laughs> Try I, not to hurt. I jumped. <laughs> <laughs> I climbed on the Olsef ladder. <laughs> If it's just that easy. Yeah. We're all down. <laughs> We're all down. We're all down safely, except 
That was a very difficult you, 30 minutes. You, you burp your way down in contrived, you know, book magic. Did nines chip so. off any any of the uh, fossilized rib? Yeah, you guys got all showered in it. He smacked it with his crowbar. I pick up as many big chips as I can. There's not many. It's mostly just dust. Well, how many big chips are there? Zero big chips. How many small a, chips are you there? You have a bunch of small chips. Little, little chips? The little, little chips, yeah. It's okay. like the bottom of a Doritos bag. Now when we can't throw resurrection on I pick up those. I pick up those chips. I have how much? Like a handful? Sure. I have yeah. a handful of... of Fossilized rib chips. Well, this will be great when we have true resurrection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it has to be actual bone, though. Uh, no, I don't think so. Anyway. I'd have to look at that. I don't I think you technically need any part of the body for true resurrection. It's not the body I'm concerned with. The soul? Yes. I see. Okay. Do well, I know of any creatures that would be this big? Uh, you know of dragons. Oh, okay. Does it look like a dragon ribcage? We have seen a dragon ribcage before. I did describe it as it could be a dragon ribcage, oh. but there's nothing that necessarily proves that here. Mm-hmm. It's just very large, and that's the only thing that you know of that can get even anywhere close to this big, but this is bigger than any dragon you've ever heard of. I think it's really important when we walk into a room and there's just nothing there except, you know, a thing. Set dressing. Yeah, that has nothing to do with anything and doesn't help move the narrative along mm-hmm. or whatever, that we do this kind of thing. All right, the next time you want to go past a room and then get attacked by a giant dragon ghost, be my guest. But <laughs> it's, what it's are most, the next? It's mostly the, like, climbing on top of each other, not knowing, like, how you're physically arranged because <laughs> you didn't envision the space quite right as I described it, which is, it happens, mm-hmm. but then sorting that out yeah. is the difficult so part. what are our path options? Um, it took long enough where my computer went into rest mode, so <laughs> give me a second to get it back up. <laughs> We're doing D&D well. Do we get a, do we get a rest too? Your, oh, no. your path options are there. You have one path out of this room. And then there's the and other. And you still have the other path. Well, yeah. let's, let's leave the room. Let's go south from okay. this room. Okay. We'll do that. Yeah. This is going great. We're really good at this. We're the best at adventuring. Mm-hmm. We always take advantage of every potential adventure option and try to collect whatever we can. Yeah. Okay. We are the hoarders of D&D. Just. That's what bags of holding were made for. Mm-hmm. When you get to the end of this path, you're back on the rail. Oh. We got back to the rail. Yes. Was there? Did it reconnect with that other path? No, it didn't. Oh. So you are back on the railway. You can see. I'll move this just a little bit because it's kind of cut off by the screen here, but not by much. You can see that there is a way continuing northward. Let's go that south one. And then there's a way south, and there's rubble at the bottom of this. Which presumably connects to the other. Yeah, I mean, that would be a fairly safe <laughs> assumption. Something. All right, yeah, let's check that southern path. Okay. I can reveal that for you all. Yeah, now we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. And it's important to, to 
explore everything because mm -hmm. you never know what you're not. Yeah, we could have been eaten by a giant ghost dragon if we didn't hit its rib cage with a crowbar. Mm -hmm. It had one HP left. Yeah. Into this Finished room. it. How much <laughs> XP did he get? You gained nine levels. As you get closer, there's an eerie sort of blue glow oh boy. coming from this room. Before you've even run to the corner, you can see this. It's not one of those creepy mushroom things, is it? And it fades a little bit and then grows and fades a little bit and then grows the luminosity. Here. I put on my fur from protection. <laughs> Just in case. And you occasionally hear um, the sound of almost like distant lightning and thunder kind of crackling. Mm. Let's blindly walk towards it. Since you are well protected against forbidden energy, perhaps you should go. Um, well, does it? Okay, we're hearing lightning. Do I smell anything like ozone smell? Mm-hmm. Oh, you fun. do. So there might be like a lightning crystal shooting lightning bolts. So, well, free Seth, since you're crystal. covered in metal, you're probably the safest to go in, right? It'll channel it around you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how. That's how it works, right? Yeah, right there. You're a master firebender, right? <laughs> oh, you can hold out your sword, and that'll act as a lightning rod. Into you. That that'll keep them safe. All three of them. All right. So um, this was headed back was west. Yeah. And we had passed and a, qu a quarter headed east. Let's see. Uh, Javal's hanging back oh, okay. right now, just making sure the changelings know what's going on. <laughs> now right. so, he he knows there's. You know, only a certain way through here, so he decided to just hang back. So I want to very quickly, and you can come with me if you want, go back up through the uh, fossilized rib room to that corridor that headed east to see if it connects to the same crack. It does. Thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it links here. This is the, the other pathway. Okay. Well, this could be very exciting, or it could be very dangerous, could, or uh, very irrelevant. If I had a fly speed, I'd turn into a rubber duck. I don't. <laughs> and you guys haven't actually gone in the room yet, yeah. correct? No, we're yeah, just seeing, I'm just seeing and hearing and smelling. I'm wearing the least yep. amount of metal. Okay. So I'm and you've got to fervin protection suit. Creep into the room. Okay. And just just to get an eyes on. In this room, there is a very large crystal, probably twenty feet across. It's still coated in rock, and it sits basically in this pillar, unremoved from the mountainside. And it's got little bits of, um, like, electric crackling going on, just tiny little arcs going from one part of the crystal into the other, just... That's the noise you're hearing and what's causing most of the ozone smell. You can see these little arcs jumping from one point to another right, that are uncovered by the rock. Could I have one of those spikes? I throw the spike at the crystal. Okay, it catches a little electrical arc for a second and then falls down. So, 
when I got close. When it connected. When it connected, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you see anything? Does it seem to be connected or powering anything? There's a big lightning-y crystal. Does it look like a fervent crystal? Or is it like some sort of elemental? It looks pretty similar to other fervent crystals that you've seen. It's just gigantic. And I mean, it still has stone on it. You've never seen, if this is a fervent crystal, you realize that you've never seen one in situ. It might be a fervent crystal. Mm. I go in to peek at it and use my fervent technology to see what I can find out about it. I'm also checking to see if it seems to be connected to anything in any way. You can tell pretty quickly that if it's connected to anything, it, the connections are buried deep underneath layers of stone. Mm-hmm. Picture like a 25 foot wide sort of pillar in the center of this room and there's a crystal in it. Embedded in the pillar. all part of this natural stone mm-hmm. pillar. It's as though they were mining this and then just mined around it. Okay. Well, it is good to know this is here in case we ever need to find fervent crystals. We can break pieces off, perhaps, or excavate it. But right now, I think it is too dangerous. And there's a way around it, so it should be fine mm-hmm. to take the Rusati through the uh, ribcage room. But let us remember it is here. Yeah. So, are we going to want them to come along the path if we can get rid of the rubble? Um, Javal had mentioned several times that leading people through these winding and twisting caverns might be a bit dangerous. And indeed, you've experienced that these pathways are much more slippery, have poorly made and leveled steps that go up and down from time to time. It Compared to the other pathways you've been on, I mean, this this is much more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we could try clearing the rubble with the blasting powder. Or make it worse. Or make it way worse. No, let us try just a bit. We will use one bag deeply embedded into the rubble to see if it clears it out. Okay. Yeah, we'll go to the north side of the rubble. Okay. I have string. I'll take, like, Oh, two feet of string. Dip it in oil. Dip it in oil. We've done this before. Mm-hmm. You are familiar with how to make a fuse. Yes, so I make a fuse a out of some of my string. And I'll try and bury it in the rubble. Sure, you can pick up a few stones. You find a little pocket kind of in there. Bury it back in. Mm-hmm. The, the changelings were waiting on the exact opposite side. Oh. No, okay. Javal had them stay back. Always. Always. Okay. Okay. So, everybody run away. I light it and run away. Okay. Run away. After about a minute's time, seems like it takes too long, you then hear a thunderous booming noise. (laughs) From one little day. It sends a shockwave bouncing and reverberating all over the place in these tight completely enclosed corridors. I mean, the banks are like this big. Mm-hmm. And when you go back to investigate, you see that it certainly has cleared 
some of the stone. Not all of it, but it has blown the stone into bits and pieces along the sides and made a made a small pocket here. But it's progress. Does it seem How much progress? Yeah. Should we? It probably cleared back about, you know, three, four feet worth of stuff. It's really pulverized these rocks into mm. small bits, thrown some around. I mean, it didn't just obliterate the things there. It, you know, crushed them up through the intense pressure and threw them about. Do it again. Mm-hmm. How many bags did we get? 61. We have 60 left. I tried to bury this one deeper into the rubble pile. Okay. Like two or like using that crowbar and things, trying to pry something open so it gets at least like three or four feet in. Why don't you make a strength check, see how successful you are with this. Okay. Yeah, you're able to get it about six feet in, underneath the rock. It takes quite a bit of holding, but you get that back there, and it's got a little fuse string you've made up. Mm-hmm. Same thing, run yep. away. Okay. Light it, run away. You light it, and uh, again, another thunderous boom, and then similar results, but a little more in some ways. It cuts back a little further into this rubble pile. What's the structural integrity of the tunnel look like? The tunnel looks pretty good. It's got reinforced beams okay. holding up the roof and all that. So, I mean, this was a proper mining area at one point. All right. Well, I guess we're going to keep blowing things up. Yeah, we'll keep going. Similar process. Same thing. Okay. Do you simply want to repeat this process until you make your way through? Ideally, yes. Okay. It takes about 20 bags. And then you've cleared a pathway through. I'll say that you were even, you know, after a little while, you thought maybe one of us should go let them know what's happening. (laughs) And you sent Poland to run back, inform them of what was going on. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, keep everyone good and far away from the stone and you waited for them to return and continued on your progress. That was the DM protecting us from ourselves. So was that 20 bags total or 20 bags including the... Total. So we're at 41 bags. Yeah. Alright. I think there was a northern tunnel as well once we've cleared that. Yes, you've cleared that first obstacle and there is a northern tunnel out of here. What's the northern... Is it more rubble? Covering the track? There's more rubble covering the track, yes. Okay. Um, let's check the northern tunnel. Yeah, okay. is there another way to look? Yeah, there was. We didn't see any hidden doors in the area that we cleared out. Like, there was nothing oh, released. Like no, there were, there were no hidden tunnels off that section. That was very smart to end. When you continue down this path, you come to a junction, but you're able to pretty quickly get a sense of what turning left at this junction would do as opposed to continuing straight to give you a little bit of a sense of where 
are right now. Turn off the room numbers that I put there for my sake. You guys are right there. Hmm. And to your left, heading down this tunnel. You hear um, more lightning noises. The smell of ozone is even stronger here. You can see a fairly bright blue glow bouncing off of the walls. Um, I'll go creep up and check it out. The blue glow. Um... When you reach this room and take a peek inside, you see a room of near solid crystal. The room, like, made of crystal? It seems like you're inside a large deposit of fervent crystal, as though you had stepped into a geode. The crystals here, they pulsate with that blue glow faster than the larger crystal you saw. Electricity. Black as the void arcs across its surface, bouncing from one crystal and outcropping to the next, moving almost undetectably fast. The crystals themselves are a hexagonal structure. And every inch of the surface that you can see when looking into the room is made of them. With little splotches of rock. In between? Yeah. So they're pulsing sort of with a blue glow? Yes. Are they pulsing individually or all as one? All as one. So, Zoria, what have you seen? A lot of uh, blue crystals. Are there any loose on the floor? Did I see any that were loose on the floor? Um, if you want to go back and look. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I won't, like, run into the room, but I'm just going to try and look around for anything that looks like it's easily pryable or just sitting on the ground. Make a perception check. Are you, How quick are you trying to be? I won't ask that. I'll take my time. Guidance. Okay. Make a perception check. Oh. Can you do better on those? No. I apparently can't roll more than old Seth's. Um, 13. I rolled a 2. You see a couple of very small crystal fragments on the ground and then one or two larger fragments, but they don't seem to be quite as active as the others. They're still pulsing, it's just weaker. I sneak up behind uh, Zoria. Hey! Whoa, uh, what? You see any crystals? Yeah, they're all over. Well, loose ones. Oh, there's some fragments over there. Well, you should go get it. Okay. <laughs> I trust you. What? I walk into the room to pick up one of the larger fragments. Okay. 
Sure. I was just going to use Mage Hand in a second. Um, <laughs> there is always that. I trust you a lot, Nine. Why, why would you do that? So About go, this thing we just saw for the first crystals. time. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, make a constitution saving throw. Uh, dirty 20. Uh, you feel no ill effects. That was a good time to do that. I'll stick it in... Is there enough room in the... Con- well, I'll leave the room. Okay. Is there enough space in the container with the fervent... Well, maybe not with the fervent cube. I'll stick it in one of the fervent protection gloves, tie it closed, and drop that into my bag. Alright, you might not want to use that glove later. We'll steal some more later. Yeah. Usually when you drop like a piece of, I don't know, just pulling the, the metal out of nowhere, uranium, uh, inside of the protective <laughs> equipment and then leave it there for a while. It uh, sometimes leaves, uh, but it won't leak out as much. Some charged ions in there. No, no, the protective gear is is gonna trap it inside. Yeah, that's my goal. It's gonna protect you from that. Here you go, also. A crystal in a glove. Don't eat it. Don't open it. Super radioactive. I guess we'll check for an active. Are we going to try to grab any other crystals? Uh, it's up to you. I gift. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we're going to I think we're going to leave now. I'm, I take a piece of rope. OK. One of my 50 foot pieces and I tie a loop on the end of it. OK, sure. Okay. And standing like 10, 15 feet out of the room, I try to toss this, you know, like ring toss. OK. Um, around the, some of the, one or more of the crystals. Are you trying to grab, like, the loose ones on the ground, or yeah, yeah. Ones, the ones on the wall? No, the ones on the ground. I'm tossing, there's a loop at the end of the rope, and I'm trying to get You're the You're lassoing. Loop. Well, except it doesn't tighten. So I get the loop over that. Yeah, I'm lassoing, okay, but it doesn't, <laughs> but it doesn't pull tight. Yeah, No, I don't. <laughs> and and if I get around one, then I'm going to try to slowly pull it toward me. I can just grab them. <laughs> With Mage You hand. just have to ask. We don't really want to see your weird cat paw <laughs> thumb thing. I summon my weird cat you paw thumb really thing. You are really resisting the, the Mage Hand. Ah, nines. <laughs> that is the I mean, equivalent of my trident. I forgot that you had had that. <laughs> I was going to let you try to do that. It's also gonna. He, he already did it. Yeah. Okay. So you you do that. Um, roll. I. Dexterity. I yeah. I guess, I'm gonna guess dexterity here. That seems like the closest applicable skill. Good. Let's roll a dexterity check. Eighteen. You throw it. <laughs> it kind of lands on top of the crystal. You move it. A, you kind of spin it a little bit towards you and like you you just threw a rope on top of a crystal is what you did basically <laughs> good, good aim yeah I, I, hey I, nines you definitely yes. see, I don't feel what 
I, the, the remote is just out of reach, <laughs> but I've got my phone. So you're like, eh, and you're kind of like trying to inch it towards you. <laughs> That's that was definitely what happened. Because you didn't yell yeehaw. Um, well, now I have to grab a crystal because everyone else did. Yeah. So I cast Mage Hand. Whoa, you can do that. <laughs> I spun it on the ground and I make it so it inches forward by pulling its. The, using the thumb to pull the rest of the hand <laughs> <laughs> to the nearest crystal that I could have just spawned on top of. It's so weird looking. <laughs> Do I get a crystal? Yep. <laughs> Here's the glove. Okay, put it in the I, same box. I, 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 I dropped it in the description it. of how that happened. So now there's two crystals in oh. the That'll be a good animation. Can we get that? <laughs> just. Just a thought, yeah. <laughs> so a cat paw being pulled by a human thumb. Was there any path out of this room, or is this the, no? The, okay. the room, the room, it's just the room. All right. Yeah. We'll continue down the other path then. Mm-hmm. Okay. With two fervent crystals in a glove. That was that was really deeply satisfying for me to to partake in that that moment. Mm-hmm. I do. Point. I do give a thumbs up thumbs before thumbs. the before the uh, the hand disappears. Just just to do it. Yeah. That is that like uh, the end of? Isn't doesn't he do that in Terminator? Um, oh yes, he does in Terminator Two. Does he melt? It, it melts it into the. It, into it the starts wall. melting into the earth and gives a thumbs up. Yeah, like as it's melting. Well, yeah. wasn't it like an iron mill or something? Yeah, they're yeah. in like a an iron mill, and as they melt, into the Terminator, <laughs> yeah, is being lowered in on a big chain, right? Um, yeah. You know, he does, and all of him is submerged in this iron. Molten iron bat. Mm-hmm. You just see his hand go. I'll do it on camera. Let's do that. We're yeah. gonna get a comment. They're like, I avoided watching Terminator 2 for 25 <laughs> years. I miss every single pop culture reference into it, and he spoiled the movie for me. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that see that would happen to us, wouldn't it? I hope so. If it happens to you, put it in the comments. If put everything does, in the comments. If it doesn't happen to you, I'll put it in the comments. Yeah. yeah, just if this, ha- if you watch this, just say something in the comments. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it doesn't matter what. <laughs> that was really beggy. <laughs> just put it in the comments. Please. Uh, We're so not even asking you. Lucky day, someone's gonna finally comment on this YouTube video. It's gonna be your year ago. You're gonna get a whole YouTube comment. You don't have to like. You don't have to subscribe. We'd appreciate it, but you don't have to. Just comment. <laughs> That's it. So, what's so, down the path? Yeah. You come to another very large room. It has two ways out. Mm-hmm. On its farthest side. How many rib cages? No rib cages here. You have um, entered over there. Mm-hmm. Right. Making sure, yeah, that is showing up for the viewers, making sure it's all centered. You enter this very large room, and now back to my written description of it. Uh, there's small pools of water, very shallow, like puddles, that dot the floor of this room. Uh, 
There are quite a few natural stone pillars that go from floor to ceiling. Not, you know, any sort of stalactite structure here. They're just left. This room has been mined very thoroughly. It's about 50 feet. There's actually some like remnants of scaffolding that are still on the edges of this room. You can tell it would have climbed quite high up back when this was still operational. Um, every single wall and surface in here has a visible strike mark on it. To, and there's nothing but bare stone on these walls. Whatever they did here, they strip mined this whole place for everything they could in this particular pocket. What what is the scaffolding made out of? Looks like pretty old wood. Is it still sound? <laughs> or is it or is it? I'm loud? guessing if the flower it, it's, petrified, it's probably pretty round. It's you know standing. Hmm. Technically. Okay. I make a real quick look to see if I could find any uh, lengths of wood, say, between six and eight feet long that are still in decent shape. Are you using yourself as, like, a measuring stick? I can see Olsat's just going to stand next to it. Yeah, anything like that. Hmm. Any, any pieces like that that are about, that are still sound. Do you, We're not do you gonna, want me to... Not really <laughs> slowing us down, I just want to check, and if there are... Why don't you make a uh, roll a d20? Do you want me to find you a guy with an orange apron to help you get the piece of wood you're looking for? Yes. 19. <laughs> I got a 19 on my d20. Okay. Um, you might have to poke something with a stick. I better have one. There's, you find one piece that doesn't seem like it's completely riddled with dry rot. One, one piece of seven and a half foot long wood. Yeah. Okay. What, what you got there, Olseth? It's one plank that was kind of under uh, some other structures that were above it. Looked like it avoided most of the water contact for these ages. Yeah. Did you find a piece of wood? I found a piece of wood in case we need to poke something with the non-conductive material I have. Cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's go to the South Pass. Okay. Do you, you want to go to the south? The one that's south facing. South facing. Got it. To I the... will reveal that. Give me a moment. I gently poke nines with a stick because he berated me. <laughs> Snowfire, you're seven feet away. Wet be rated. <laughs> Last time I get you a fervent crystal. You said so you be rated. I'm gonna reveal this room again, and then he be rated. Oh, what he be rated? Yeah. What what? That's way ten worse. out of ten. That's way worse oh. than an A rated. He be rated ten out of ten. Mm -hmm. Well, nine out of nine. And is a then lot I'm better. gonna describe the room to you. Okay. Like I've done before. That oh, is the room you that you come twists to. Around. Yes, the the passage goes on for quite a way and twists around over to another smaller room but still fairly large. Let me pull the description up. This room, and there is, I don't know if you noticed, uh, the pathway continues on the other side. Mm -hmm. This room has a very deep hole right in the center of it. It's about 10 feet wide, incredibly deep. 
so deep that you can't see. Like if you used your flamey sword or anything to try to light it, you can't see the bottom. As you approach this room, you hear sounds of skittering. Little, little feet or legs moving away from you. And do you continue to follow the skittering? Let's do it. Into the room. Because I'm, I'm giving you the choice of not entering the room is what I'm doing. Okay, so we, we're just outside the room. Yeah. We hear skittering in it. Yes. Does it sound... Can I tell if it sounds like it's running through the passage away or down the hall? Or can I not really tell? Can I tell from where you are? Well, let's go in. I walk in. Okay, I follow. Sure. As you enter the room, the skittering fades somewhat into the other room. Mostly, you hear the sound echoing up but growing ever dimmer from the hole itself. So it sounds like it's going both ways, but mostly down mostly in the Mostly down, hole. yeah. Just throw a couple of uh, blast powders down there. Mm-hmm. But there's another way out of this room, right? The passage continues onward into another room. Did some of the skittering go into that room? You believe so, yes. Mm. We follow it then. Yeah. Yeah. Say, you speak with Anil and be like, when hey guys. Go into the next room. It's another room with another deep hole. Again, the skittering fades in front of you as you walk towards it, mostly fading down the hall, but also through the hallway in front of you. It's a little bit louder and it sounds like there's more feet this time. Do I hear any skittering from behind us? No, you don't. Okay. Well, let's keep going. What, what could happen? happen? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, skittering, right? Maybe it's full of skittermanders. What's a skittermander? Some space thing. You enter still one more room with a deep hole and even more skittering as you approach. The air here smells stale, as though it hasn't moved in a long time and as though there may have been quite a few things living in it. Some sort of fecal matter can't quite tell what its scent permeates the air and there are some sort of squishy droppings underneath your feet can I identify any like well how do they look like big droppings are they like little risati pellets <laughs> what are we looking it's at it's closer to it's closer to like a goo oh okay it's like, some sort of like excretion. Yeah. Okay. Is there another way out of the room? It continues on. I'll show you this. I hadn't had a chance yet. Um, I'm going to scroll up on this. It's great that we just are slowly going through this. Huh? Alright. How loud is the skittering from the other room? It continues to fade away as you go through the room. This room, just like the other ones, skittering noises fled down the hall and down the hole. How long does it take us to go from room to room? I figure you're probably just spending maybe 20 or 30 seconds in each room. 
moving on, skirting around the hole, making sure not to fall in. Alright, as we pass this room, I'm going to get ready to cast Bless okay. on, our, on the three of us, just in case. Mm-hmm. Alright. I, I have my weapons drawn. You continue on. Into the next room, yet one more hole smaller than the previous ones, yet somehow darker than the others. As though the darkness in the bottom is moving to consume what little light exists up here. The walls of this hole are completely sheer, straight down. And some of this dark slime that you've been walking through dots the inside of the hole as well and is dripping over the edges. Well, we have to make sure this is safe for Asante. Um, is there another path up? There is a path that continues out of this room, yes. You said it almost looks like it's physically dark in the hole? Basically, or something? It's as though... I imagine how smoke fills a room, but you could, like, see it. So if you, like, you know, snuffed out a, a fire in a fireplace where the flue hadn't been opened, but the smoke would stick in the room, wouldn't necessarily move into the others, right? Okay. It looks a, almost as though there's a wall of darkness. All right. Without well, form, incorporeal. Maybe you should poke that with your stick. It's a, or we could uh, ignore it and pretend it's not the problem. You want me to poke the darkness it's with It's about a stick. 15 feet down from the surface. So it's a little out of reach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking what if this is dangerous? We can't really lead all my people past it safely. Maybe no. the other side just exits out. Maybe? Then we can just blow up the walls here. Maybe. Let's just blow something up. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> so there's another Nothing. pathway out of the out of this room. Do we hear anything going into that room like we had before? Um. You mean into the northern room? Uh, no, you don't. You don't hear anything running that way. So we there's another exit. This continues on basically. There's we don't this, hear more skittering this, north. There's of a us, chain so. of. A chain of rooms. Yes, you're in your fourth room of this. But there's no more skittering past us. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Well. Throw a torch these, in the hole. We need to get the get everybody past. <sighs> we can't just leave dangerous dark mist sitting around with three hundred people. What part of this looks dangerous to you? Does this feel dangerous to me? Yeah, it feels dangerous to all of you. Like, this is deeply threatening. Maybe it's just deeply misunderstood. (laughs) What's in the next room? Continuing on along this pathway? Yep. You reach what, for the first time in a while now, is a sign of some sort of artificial construction. It's a small rectangular room, 
And it seems like this may have been a short elevator. Maybe about 15 or 20 feet in distance it changed. So not that great of a distance. At the area you enter, it's a little bit of a rubble field. There's you know, twisted, rusted metal bits down here. Some elements of stone. You, you think there might even be a couple of wheels of like a minecart in here. And you look up and you see that there is a large door that goes into some other room and also pulleys above you, solidifying the idea that this would have been an elevator of some sort. Mm-hmm. Is uh, there any other way out or have we reached the end of this? That's the end of this. I'll bring up the images here. And there's a door. And there is a door, yes. But it's up. So I think we need to check out, we need to make sure that shadow thing doesn't, isn't a problem. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to come through here with, with all of it. Yeah, I'm just saying we should maybe take care of the shadow thing. Mm-hmm. Like make friends with it? If, if possible. It seemed pretty threatening. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to deal with it at the very last room there, or should we just walk out and see if it follows us? Well, let's walk into that room. I'll cast Bless, and we can throw a bottle of oil that's lit on fire down into the hole. I like that your first thought is, let's just murder everything. Well, we're trying to protect my people. And there's a skittering bug thing, maybe. That doesn't mean it's evil. You want to try talking to it? Do I actually have to see the thing when I can't speak with I animal? don't think so. Maybe. I think you, I mean, you can cast speak with animal. And it's you on yourself. Animals. Whether there's anything there to respond, you know, you, you don't know. All right, yeah, but just, I cast it and then I can just talk to animals. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, we're sitting in a room. There could be a mouse in the wall for all we know. You, you could cast it and just shout, Hello, is there a mouse in the room? I would really like to meet you and certainly not eat you. And then there would probably be no response, but you would never know there was a mouse in the wall. We could go back all the way to the end and seal off the entrance. How would that help? Well, then it wouldn't get out. Maybe. If it can burrow, mm. it, could, it wouldn't matter. It'll still take a while to get to where we are. Maybe. Threatening monsters in... There are... A badger can burrow 20 feet in six seconds. Does a badger... This doesn't make (laughs) any sense. Does a badger skitter? Sometimes. Some badgers, sure, why not? All right, do you want to try talking to it? I will try talking to it. Okay. So we all walk back into the other room? Yes. Yeah. Threatening dark shadow room. Threatening dark, yes. Okay. I may cast speak of animal. Okay. Excuse me, threatening dark mass down there! Okay. Is anyone there? No response. Let's go to the next room. Is this Repeat still, the process. Is it still like a shadowy mist? Yeah. Do we hear any skittering? No, you don't hear any skittering. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm looking for the Skitterer! Steiners! 
Skitter-stingers? Yep. <laughs> That's what we're going with. <laughs> sure. No response. I have a 19 to charisma, by the way. <laughs> Very charismatic. <laughs> All right, we go to the next room. Again, no response. Well, I really like it if someone came out and said hi to us. Maybe some sort of mouse that's in the wall or something. Like at that example. The example Zarya gave to me. <laughs> I, I gave that to you? Whatever. <laughs> I go into the last room. You hear a little skittering back down the hall. Hey, you skitterer! Get back here! I have gum! Well, it might be a monstrosity or some sort of... Shadow monster. Or just yeah. shy. It might just be shy. So at the uh it was going into the other room, right? The what in the direction we were going? The skittering. I, I mean, just heard. It, on either end of this, they the skittering goes back down the hole as opposed to in the other room. Is the result that you have now obtained. Uh, So they're skittering in the hole. Yes. I'll use my harmonica of speak with monstrosity. Okay. If it's a monstrosity rather than a sure. beast. <laughs> Hello? No response. Can you understand me? No response. Um, so I got those scenting stones, right? The echo stones? Yeah, the echo stones. The echo yes. stones. And basically, I just put words into it, throw it, and then it makes the noise. It just repeats it. Or... Yeah, so the way the echo stone works, you talk into it and go like, Hello, my name is Nines. And then you throw it. And then for 30 seconds afterwards, it will, every six seconds, go... Hello, my name is Nines. Um, I'm going to do that into the stone. Walk it the other way, though. Okay, to the first, to the mm -hmm. top northern. So, so we were in the third one. Yes. Back, right. Well, you, I go back. Were... I go back one and just throw it there because it seems to just not want to be around us. Yeah. Okay, so you're trying. I'm trying to make it sound like I'm in that room. In the second to last room. Okay, so you're, you're trying to make it think that you're in a room that you're not in. Yes. Okay. Zoria! Mm -hmm. Shh. Make you a wolf check. All of you. Make a wish Including check. stealth. Including hold on. Okay. Oh, I've got a bad one. <laughs> Fifteen? Uh, 13. 10. Oh, As a group, you're mostly qu pretty quiet. <laughs> you don't hear any skittering. Hmm. Should we just leave this area then? Mm -hmm. I mean... Well... Let us, let's try to remember what the map looked like. And if we're going to lead the people out, how would they have to go? Well, we don't know yet. 
There was a tunnel we didn't explore to the south still. Mm -hmm. That we should probably check as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. Maybe we don't even have to go through this area, so. Maybe. Because there's no place to go if we go through it until we get to that shaft and then we have to climb up because it's broken. But if there's a horrible monster in there and it hears 300 easily, easy prey things walking through the tunnels, it could just come out of the hole and after them. Mm -hmm. Yes, it could. So where was the other? To the north in this mining chamber. I see it. I'm gonna so, bring the map back up to the viewers. This is the other path they're talking about. It's back in that very large room that had been really cleaned out with so, some little puddles in it. Let's go check that out and then deal with the skittering mm -hmm. later. Okay. You go back down and I'm gonna take just a moment to clean that up. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, there's like horrible bug monsters maybe. You know, 300 changelings aren't going to be very quiet. No. And they might decide to come out. And if we and can't feast. effectively block it because they burrow. The only thing that you see in this room that's down a fairly long chamber, I'll pull it up here again. Um, and moving up. There mm. we are. You come to, after a fair walk down passageway, come to a room with um, a pool in it. If it were above ground, you might call it a pond. It's a fairly decent size, filled with water. Do we see anything in the water? Um, no. Grimmy, are you there? I touched the water. Um... You all sense nothing. <laughs> um, how to describe this? You you all sense sort of a tingle in the air. Somehow, impossibly, there's a little breeze that blows through, that lifts your hair just slightly, and the air becomes fresher. And smells of Lake Sturmgrim. You all have received a boon. Mm. However, this, this boon will give you advantage on one roll in the future, but I will determine when that is. So you have a boon of Sturm Grimmy. You have the boon of DM Magic. Sturm Grimmy Magic. So basically, this is like having DM Inspiration, except I choose when you use it. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. I like it. So we reconstruct the map in our minds, remembering where we have been. Uh huh. What was at the end of the tracks? Was that just more rubble? It was yeah. just more rubble. I can bring that back up if you want. Mm-hmm. Turn them up. Here we are. So. And did it look like it emptied out into the elevator room? 
<coughs> we're not we sure. That's we just know the there's rubble there. at the end of the tracks and that the only other way out is through the, is through the skittering room. Broken and the broken elevator. The skitter, yeah, you have to go through the skittering rooms and into the elevator. Mm-hmm. Correct. Or try to get through the I building. think we need to just take care of the skittering thing. I agree. We need to at least uh, explore that as a way through. I think you should cast that passive out a trace spell and maybe we can catch it. You think we can sneak up on it? Yeah, why not? Is it worth using a spell slot for that? Sure, why not? I use spell slots all the time. Okay. I take a torch. What I am thinking of doing is taking a torch, tying it to the end of the rope and lowering it down to see if we can see what's going on down there. I was just gonna throw a burning bottle of oil. Well, that can work too. But we can do it your way. As you approach the rooms, Mm -hmm. you don't hear any skittering as you approach them again. We had this one back to Changeling is just eating them while we're over here. (laughs) What a comforting thought, Nines. (laughs) I walk back to the Changeling. (laughs) They're they're all still there. I lower a torch. went with you? I go down. I go, I go to the last one in the sequence, the, the one just before the broken elevator. I'm about 10 uh-huh. minutes back. And I lower a torch down on the end of a rope. After about 15 feet, it disappears into inky blackness. And I pull it back up, it's still lit. No. Well, that's comforting. It just went out. Yes. Well, I put it back in my inventory. I go back to the one just before that mm-hmm. and try it again. You lower it down further, about 25 feet, and then it, too, disappears out of sight. Hmm. And again, no skittering? No skittering. Um, do I have any charge in my knife to just make anything, like a cracker? I don't know. Uh, sure. You know, I'll, I'll allow uh, the cracker rule. You can have, there's always just, just one, like, one more cracker to be gotten out of there. I'm not using, I'm using a base and not, not, I'm not hitting yeah. the knife end. Yeah, well, huh? It's like I'm getting, on the point of the knife. You, it's like you're getting you the last the, bit of ketchup out. As you pound on it, it goes... <laughs> And then uh, a little Ritz, like a little, yeah, a little oyster like, cracker. A little oyster cracker pops out. Yeah. That, that is a raw material, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's I'll oysters. Crackers. I will allow the the rule to exist that you can create one cracker after sponging all the rest of the charge. But there's a 50-50 chance the knife will explode. No. No. You can always you can always get after spending everything else one cracker, just one. That's how it works. <laughs> and you have to have expended all yeah. the rest. I'm and then just I throw it in there. It's a single oyster cracker. I don't really think it's going to do all right. it. So I'm just like over the edge. It's like. <laughs> and, and then the cracker tumbles down into the darkness and disappears. I'm just listening. No sound. Who's where you're back at? Did I come back by that? Sure, yeah. 
You and well, one come back. Have you tried detecting magic? No, I have not tried that. See if it's magic. I, I uh, cast detect magic. Other than the things that you have on your person that are magic, and your companion, you detect no magic. So this darkness is not magical. Correct. Okay. Well. Well. We can either climb down into the darkness. We can drop something down do into the part. darkness, or we could climb up the elevator shaft. <laughs> or we could we could ignore it, and she's the okay. I, she I throw the my I throw a, a bottle of flaming oil down into the hole. After about 25, 30 feet, it disappears into darkness, and nothing more is seen. Let's just figure the elevator shaft out. Yeah, let's go to the elevator shaft. Okay. And uh, describe it one more time. It's what, where is this door that we see? I mean, is it, it our, our level or above? It's above. It's like 15, 20 feet above you. Mm-hmm. It's an elevator shaft. There's a bunch of like just scrap metal. It looks like the elevator had been, when last used, raised up, mm-hmm. fell, and crumpled. And now there's a bunch of ruin at the bottom. Is there still a cable dangling? Not much of one. Mm. The cable seems to have given out. Was the problem. Okay. I tie my grappling hook onto the end of a rope, toss it up to the ledge where the door is, grab mm. on, and climb up. Okay. It's pretty easy to climb up. There's actually like a lot of cross beams and things to hook your feet into, so mm-hmm. you make it up to the top. And then when you get there... How's the view up there, Olsef? Um, beautiful. I can see for miles and miles. Really? In this dark no. cave. I can't, I can see I can't really see I anything. I see clearly now, the light is off. <laughs> All right. When you... Get up there. You see more of clearly man-made rooms. It looks like it's some sort of staging area. The um, shaft that you climbed up looks like it might have been almost an airlock-style entrance down into the mining spaces. And this room is lined with um, little pins and things in the walls that are clearly made to set tools on. There's even a few still hanging there, some ancient pickaxes, some very, very old sledgehammers. Um, There are some ropes hanging but they don't look in great condition, as do none of these tools. Mm-hmm. Um, there are abandoned lockers and worn, thin benches sort of circling this chamber on the edges. Showers are in the middle here. Um, some crates and other chests that all seem very utilitarian. I'm going to give you the wrong idea. Like, this is a very utilitarian-looking set of chests. Um, are off into the lower left corner, sort of in a wall that looks to be almost like a cabinet set down there. This is a very, you know, utility-looking room. Oh, hold it up now that I've had a chance to describe it to you. 
And there's one exit on the other side. Correct. There you go. So you who are Azoria in nines, do you yeah. want to come up? I sure, have found I'll go an up. I have found an abandoned tool room shower room. What? There I are old tools and showers, and none of it works. They're all broken. Oh, okay. Is there private areas in there that I can rummage through? Yes. I go up there. I will, <laughs> I will try and get up as well. It's a pretty easy climb. Okay. There's a lot of foot and handholds, and with a rope to pull yourself up, mm-hmm. it's barely any effort. I release Kerbashalar to start ripping open those lockers. And I, I retrieve. <laughs> I retrieve my. <laughs> I retrieve my grappling hook and rope. <laughs> the moment you open it, you just poof, next, poof, next. Poof. That's all you do. Just go through there. Well, I got a. So as you. 16 on my breaking entry check. <laughs> as you smash open lockers and chests and crates, you mostly find unused mining clothes, like pretty much overalls, shirts. They're actually in fairly decent condition. Are they better than what he's wearing? No. The two platinum suit? <laughs> no. No. They're they're definitely not better than around a six thousand dollar suit. <laughs> they they might be better for some things, mm-hmm. but he's a very nice suit. Like wearing a six. There's probably oh, you keep, you're about still hundred, yeah, maybe hundred and fifty or more uniforms. They all seem to be like packed in these crates very neatly, as though they were the last shipment down, and then the mine closed up, and the miners just did not care to bring these back. Yeah. Did they all have a Gratfeld seal on them? Um, no. They all seem to just be sort of like a uniform, very plain. Utility. Well, we take a few and just shove them into the bag. Okay. Well, no, you don't. Grab, grab however many you feel. They're all musty. You want to take? I blow them off. They're actually not musty. Interestingly. Oh. oh. They were basic. The ones that you find are the only things you find. The the lockers really have nothing in them. <laughs> They're just fun the, to break the into. The crate. One of the large crates. Actually, a couple of them had really well packed fairly well sealed up uh, clothing in there so they were actually wrapped in a couple of large burlap wrappings that have protected them from the ages would there happen to be about 300 of them that would fit a tabaxi shaped uh, changeling um you can't be a hundred percent certain but you could clothe you're pretty positive at least half of the people Although they have clothes, but doesn't hurt to have extra. Yeah, well, we know that these are here. So we have to come back through here again one way or the other. There's a door and the skittering room. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go to the door. The yes. door. Is the door locked? Can no, it be unlocked? The door swings open near effortlessly, and it leads back out onto the tracks. And as you look to your left, in the southern end, you see a pile of rubble. And it continues north. And it continues north. Well, how far does it continue north? Um, 
seems to resume going back through passageways, although there's now, um, you know, a minecart track seems to be through these passageways going forward. So, we have a skittering thing to deal with and a pile of rubble. Mm-hmm. We have dealt with a pile of rubble before. Do we want to use more blasting powder? I'm nodding yes, by the way, to her. Do we have listeners. another way of doing it? Really old sledgehammers? <laughs> Just having 300 changelings do manual labor? Hmm. I'm not making them do manual labor. We had to do manual labor! When have we ever done manual labor? This is what? a trick question. <laughs> I think when we saved the baby mammoth. You did manual labor. Oh, I do manual labor. Yeah. Um, I think Dromar did uh, did some climbing there too. Uh huh. Um, okay. I just inspired things. Um, I are any of those tools still usable? Are there any pickaxes or shovels that are used to, useful the, yet? The heads of the tools might be in good condition. The wood, however, not mm. so much. It's a good Handles. thing you got a bunch of that big piece of wood. <laughs> yeah, I can make a handle. Um, Okay, I, I'm going to try with the crowbar and I'm gonna fashion a pickaxe with a seven foot long handle. <laughs> um, you know, for me that's not a problem. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how, how easily, if at all, this rubble can be moved. So you have a bit, bit of timber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fitting. It's probably like about a four by six kind of timber that you've got. No, oh, well, I just use it as a pry bar then. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I how use, are you going to shape that into a handle? <laughs> I use the crowbar and, and my uh, lever, wooden lever, sure. just just to see how easily, if at all, I c we can move this rubble without um, blowing it up. I, I mean, you you can move it. It's slow. How far can I get in 20 minutes? With neither of us helping, by the way. Of course not. You, you've you managed to move about, you know, f five boulders out of the way. Mm-hmm. If only we could embiggen the person. Yeah, I can't do that. Tonight. Okay, so we... Uh... Our choices are to either bring all of them through the skittering room. And up. And up and around, or we can try to blast this rubble. And the blasting might attract whatever the skittering thing is, and the pile of people walking through might attract whatever the skittering thing is. Yeah, we need to deal with the skittering thing. Yeah. But the skittering thing has run away from us. We could go to it. We did. We gave it a we gave it a cracker. <laughs> I'm really glad that the vague description of skittering and then some sort of physical cloud of darkness has petrified the three of you. I love it. I don't. So <laughs> <laughs> it means that I'm DMing well. Um, what, do you want to blow a hole through this first, or do you want to deal with the skittering thing? Well. Perhaps Ooh, this will I attract like a skit. I always kind of wished I was some sort of whale. Oh, Thanks, sorry, Helen. you meant blowing a hole through. Sorry, I misheard you. 
No, you're fine. I could turn into a dolphin if you want. Really? You turn into a dolphin? Yeah. No, it should have been a druid. I turn into a dolphin. <laughs> you better turn that quick. Wow. Why? I can breathe there. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> You do breathe air. Wait, did you transform into a dolphin that's been smoking for like 20 years? <laughs> yeah. I can quit anytime I want. <laughs> With how polluted our waters are. There we go. That, uh, that might be all dolphins. See, hole one, there is a blowhole. <laughs> Turn into a dolphin. Flipper the I got an hour dolphin. on this. So. <laughs> You're going to get pretty dried out. Need to. You still need to keep a cetacean's skin moist. Moisturize. Just a, a lot of jerkins. Actually, I can be two hours now. <laughs> oh, you can be a dead dolphin for two hours. <laughs> All right, okay. I'll drop dolphin short form. Um, well, let's try to. Let's just blow through blow, this. Blow through if the this. skittering thing gets attracted, then we have it to deal with anyway. Right. Yes. So we're but gonna we try start. to do this. Having learned from my past experience, we will do this much more efficiently and use less powder Hopefully. to get further. Unless it's deeper. The rocks here are larger than the ones earlier mm. in the passage. Yeah, well, we need to blow through here. So, so while they're doing that, I'm gonna keep watch okay. in the direction of the skittering thing so we don't get caught off guard while they're blowing up. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Okay. I mean, we could put a screamy stick there. So you. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna go to the other side of the room and put the screamy stick somewhere. Like, like right outside above the, of the room. Like at the elevator. Yeah, the elevator room. Okay. Sure. So you place the screamy stick at the top of the elevator shaft, then. Uh, probably at the entrance of that. The bottom room. of it. Yeah, bottom okay, so you it. climb back down. Yeah, you said it's it. easy to get back up, yeah, and it's I a did. great thing to break the party up yeah. when there's all this tension. Did you get it from skittering things? Oh gosh, she's reaching for her dice. No, I was just scratching a little itch I had in my finger. And rolling yeah, to roll your dice, <laughs> man. Like, my hand isn't even anywhere near my dice uh-huh. right now. You guys are you so tense. This I is great. The, I put the screaming stick over there. And I so worked up. I go back to the break, the room, and I'm just going to lay down on the bench. We're going <laughs> to... Just, just waiting for the engineer. Yes, I'm blowing up. I'm blowing and up. On one up. side, there's some skittering doomsayer, and on the other, <laughs> Olsef is just going to blow a bunch of shit up. So Great. Yeah. So what better thing to do than take a little nap? I'm going to take a cat nap. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just keep watch while also blows up the tunnel. Did you take that spell? Did you take the cat nap spell? I have not taken cat nap. Okay. I knew you were debating it. So It's very likely in the future. But I think it's basically character-driven necessary. Yeah. So I'm keeping watch. You're keeping watch. Nines is snapping. Are you over by the elevator? Or are you by, like, where are you keeping watch? And Hulan can help. Don't forget Holland's there. I would say I'm staying on the uh, rail, like the rail side, the west side of the room, the locker room. Okay. So you want to be kind of, do you want to be on the rails? Or no, because there's going to be explosions. I'm going to be in the locker room area, but over on the western gotcha. side. Sure. And do you want Holman keeping watch over? Or assisting Old Seth with mm-hmm. the blasting. Okay. Sure. They can help out Ulseth. 
Yeah. Uh, it takes you about ten minutes to get the first bag deep inside. And set it off. Minute of fuse. Then a thunderous boom echoes throughout all the chambers. And you hear the rocks flying and then falling. Everything seems all right. Do you want to go set another charge? Oh, yeah. We'll okay. just keep doing this. You keep start, it down over there! You start blasting. <laughs> you start blasting. Yeah, and one charge after another. Boom. 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 Getting to be fast at this. Every few minutes, you can set off another charge. Mm -hmm. You have one little scare where it doesn't go off and you're not sure what happens, but you manage to recover and find out that the fuse had just gone through a particularly damp spot in the rocks. After another 35 charges blasting through this thick stone, you manage to make your way to the other side. And just as the last rocks settle, we're going to take a break. No skittering? Find out if they woke anything up. We'll be back soon. everyone. When we left off, our players had just blown through the last bits of rebel debris and rock that was blocking the way the old mining rail carts. So, let's see if their explosions did anything else. As the last bits of rubble fall and hit the ground, the way is clear, and you can see through to the other side. So we broke on through to the other side? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. What? Is there any sort of screaming stick going off? or? No. Can we see um, the 300 changelings? I mean, that's a pretty good long ways away. It probably yeah. fades into the darkness, but too much. Well, Seth, are you done? <sighs> the rubble is cleared. All right, I'm gonna go get my screaming stick by myself. The only thing bad's gonna happen. Okay. Okay. I go back down the I, rope. I close the door at the top of the elevator. No. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll go down as well. Okay. I come uh, back and I make my way back stick. into the room. And it's picked up. You have it now. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, and then there was a ping. <laughs> as Sora right, enters the ring. <laughs> <laughs> you registered me as an enemy? <laughs> I put my stick back in my bag, and then I go join Olsef. Okay. And we do should... I hear, well, do I hear any skittering? No. Is there any skittering in the skittering room if I go in there? You don't hear anything. Is there still a darkness in the... Mm-hmm. 
that's still there. Well, we should make our way back to the, um, the changelings. What if we get attacked by this thing? Well, we will stay in front of them and guard the way. What if they attack from behind? There's multiple paths they can go. Well, how do we get its attention if we... I don't know, I'm just... We gave it... blowing up on 80,000 explosions didn't get its attention. No, we gave it a lit torch. We gave it a lit bottle of oil. I'm we just, gave it a cracker. I'm just worried that maybe it detects life signs or something. Like it can feel life force if it's something necrotic. Well, how do we get get it out then? I don't know. I could go down. That would be a bad idea. Why? What? Don't you have fishing rod? Let's go fishing. Hmm. We go back with the fishing rod. Executive decision. I should never have turned out of that dolphin form. So you want to go back with the fishing rod? What What are you trying to do with the fishing rod? Catch some trouble. <laughs> okay. We're trying to. We're Let's... trying to. Uh, we go back to the first, the first hole down the elevator shaft, which was the one that had the most darkness. The northernmost hole. Yep. We'll put some basilisk meat on your fishing rod. Go oh, fishing, Olsef. You're the strongest one. Oh, we should probably tie a rope around him. Okay, someone probably has to pull really hard. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I, <laughs> when has that ever happened before? I lower the basilisk meat into the darkness. Okay. Is, I can't believe we're doing it. <laughs> sure. This is like the final level of a fishing RPG. This is like throwing a biscuit 37 times into the abyss or something. No, this is like doing that, but with the ability to pull it back up. Mm-hmm. So we don't lose our biscuit. Okay. But in this case, it's basilisk meat. Um, and I just keep lowering it and lowering it. What's uh How long do you want to wait? We got time. Has I reached the bottom? No. I use a. I keep lowering it until the line's gone. Do I reach the bottom? No. Hmm. Start drilling it back, see if you caught something. This is a long way down. This is a very deep hole. All right. Zoria should have seen a dolphin, and we should have thrown her in. Yeah. I reel up the uh, basilisk beat slowly. Okay. Doing, you know, fishing maneuvers along the way. <laughs> sure. Getting little bobs in there. Mm -hmm. and, yep, yep. You know, making it move around. You never know. Could be like a bass. Come back <laughs> up with that is. <laughs> basilisk meat. Mm -hmm. It's got some sort of black residue on it. Hmm. Looks like maybe from whatever physical cloud it's being dipped through. Might have some sort of you know, uh, particulates in it. No, I see. It's not like it's been barbecued nicely or something. No, not like that at all. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and taste it also. No, yeah, it's you. cooked. <sighs> Do we just risk it? What... Well, I don't know. How much time do you want to spend trying to to lure this whatever it is of the darkness out? Well, this taking too much time. Let's just get changes and go. Okay. Look, we will only lose like 10, 20 of them tops. No, there are two. There are two ways that <laughs> they could come from. Unless they tunnel. Unless they tunnel, in which case they can come from anyway. Mm -hmm. Should I call Donald? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, we haven't talked to Dole in like two days. Hey, Dole? Hello, Soria. So, I have a question. Yes. If there were four successive holes in the ground, in the mine, <laughs> in a deep mine, each one filled with an unnatural darkness that was not magical, what yeah. would you say that is? Some sort of smoke, I imagine. Why would there be smoke? If it's some sort of unnatural darkness, it's in a cave. The lack of air movement might be enough to keep the clouds suspended, but not so much that it disperses. And what would be making a skittering noise around that? Could be many hundreds of different things. Like at once? Hundreds of, the, of things all at the same time? Now that you phrase it that way, yes. It could also be that. I had intended it to be... I had intended that to mean there could be hundreds of things that cause that noise. But it may also be literal, in the sense that it may be hundreds of things causing that noise. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> How big of a risk is it? Do to you, what? To leave it here. I would say that it's fairly risky, but it may be riskier to attempt to face something like that. The okay. unknown always contains elements that you cannot plan for because it is unknown. It's the worst thing about the unknown. It's not knowing what it is. All right. Well, thank you. I guess we're just going to have to leave it be and hope for the best. There is a lot of that in my work. Yeah? Much to my dissatisfaction. What did you do most recently for work? <laughs> Are we going to have this conversation and this also going to keep fishing? Most recently... Might as well keep fishing also. Might as well. It worked so well on the show. <laughs> most recently, I was involved in curing a member of the Navinian royal family of a particularly nasty curse that had been placed upon them. Hmm. Oh, you keep up with the news, right? Yes. Was any member of the Hosterian High Council killed recently? Not that I'm aware of, however, news of such a prominent death is either immediately disseminated or quieted until a plausible reason for their death can be created. Okay, because we met uh, an assassin down here who gave us a locket with from the Kosterian High Council with blood in it. We traded it for poison. Oh, we traded it with them for poison, though, so it's okay. Technically, Venom. Then there may be some news of a member of the Coasterian High Council going missing at some point in the future. What's with the blood in it? Probably someone important to them that they wanted to be able to scry on. Hmm, okay. That's the most common purpose for retaining a small amount of blood. Are basilisk guys valuable? Basilisk guys are 
valuable in certain regions. Oh, okay. Their applications are limited but potent. Alright, well, if you don't hear from us, you are eaten by a skittering thing. I wouldn't worry too much about being eaten by a skittering thing. At least at this point. Oh, okay. That's reassuring. Do you still hear the skittering? No. I do use Commander Illusion to do skittering, like, through one of the halls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just heard some. I'm going to try to lure it out. I just didn't tell anyone that's my plan. <laughs> hmm. If you're still hearing it, there may be a chance that it is waiting for you. Oh, okay. It's probably waiting for us. Did you guys What's hear that? What's waiting for us? The skittering. Oh, well, that was me. Oh, it was nines. Then, if you no longer hear it, the chances are greater that it has moved on. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, that just means we get to fight it later. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's reassuring. After it's gained more strength. How many levels can you get in one place? A lot. I don't believe that. It depends on the I've race. been to dozens of places and I'm only level five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, doll. You're welcome. Talk to you later. I hope so. Bye. Goodbye. So in this room that we were in, there was this, uh, there was a door, right? That opened up into the corridor with the track. Yes. Okay. So I suggest that what, what we do is that we close that door and attempt to like lock it or block it or something. Mm-hmm. And go back down along the tracks, and then there was just one more way back from all of these rooms onto the tracks. Yeah, from the skittering place. Yeah. So as long as they don't burrow, mm -hmm. we can at least watch that one. Yes. All right. We'll execute that plan. Mm -hmm. Execute. We'll have. Uh, mm, let's have Joval watch the door that we blocked, so he can. Warn us. Warn us if anything is going on there. So we're going to put some boulders in front of the door. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it opens the right direction. Um, I mean, you can pile up boulders to just block it. Right, okay. So we'll pile up boulders to block that door. <laughs> sure. And we'll get the changelings through this area and watch the other opening that goes towards the skittering. Okay, so you're gonna watch a little further down the tracks, the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, the other path. Got it. Uh, you move through. You move all the changelings through, and nothing seems to come come out and attack you. Okay, well, we, follow, <coughs> we follow along behind them um, until <clears throat> it seems safe, and then we'll go back up in the lead and have uh, Javal take the rear. <coughs> okay. It's been a fairly long day. Javal says the, the group is getting sort of tired and needs to bed down soon. Okay. We'll do that then. Mm -hmm. Okay. <sighs> and I can make my 100 gallons of water and 80, or not 80, 40 good berries. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And we get 10 pounds of beans in the morning. Yeah. And we'll do our regular procedure. Okay. And do you want to leave the screamy stick in the in the 
passageway. Excuse me for a moment. The other Tabaxi God found his way in here and wants to be let out. One moment. Oh, we have all the Tabaxi Gods blessed us. Don't we lose it when the Tabaxi God wanders out of the room? Yeah, we're screwed now. Damn it. Well, we had a good run. All right, so do we take a long rest? Uh, yeah, you oh. move up a little ways, find a good spot, sit down for the evening, going through your usual processes. How many good berries can you create today? I can make 40 good berries and all the water we need. Okay. Then you do that. The following morning comes. And oh, I do fervent tech learning. I haven't done that. Oh yeah, yet. we could be doing that at night, right? I thought we were too busy to do that. I mean, the, I the conditions are not apt for anyone to be learning right now. Uh, That's fair. I it's dark. Anything. We're trying it's... to scrap food together. Mm-hmm. Every it's time I play a... the Zither, some changeling throws a, a rock book at me or a, something. A rock uh-huh. at You're head. under a lot of stress. It's not good learning conditions at the moment. Oh, okay, we learn nothing. <laughs> That could just be our show that's motto. The, that's the tagline. <laughs> that's right. Dice and Midnight Dungeons, brunch. we learned nothing. We learned nothing. <laughs> so, it's the next morning. It's time to set off again. Hmm. Is there anything you want to prepare or discuss before you set out today? I prepare I a lot of beans. <laughs> I think it's very interesting that we still function on 24 hours. Yeah, why is that? Well, we haven't seen the sun in a while. Yeah, but we have our internal sun. clocks. Sun... Are you a Watch. I have a clock that I can keep track of time with. A magic one. Yeah, but is, is that how you're like doing all of this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Get your screamy stick. That's what we're doing. Re- retrieve your screamy stick. I grab my screamy stick. We are all, as much as we can be, fed and watered. Okay. We'll go down leading the way. Okay. Um, looks like Ulseth has the rock. So that's your turn to roll. Your turn to roll. Or is that yours? I can't remember. No. 900. It's 90. 90. Okay. 90. Coming down the... One of the passageways that splits off as Javal is up leading you again. There's a pack of people. They are all sort of wearing a similar garb. Looks to be fairly loose, comfortable, uh, fur-lined leather. And they're clearly hunting something. Tracking it. And they see you moving through the tunnels. Nod. And make a motion to continue going down another tunnel on the other side of you. Hey, what are you up to? We're hunting a cave stack. Cave stack, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're hunting a cave stack. Why are you hunting it? No, want to eat? Oh, what's it sound like? Well, a cave stag doesn't have hooves. Soft pads tough and move quietly through the caves. Old white, 
and silent as death. Not that they're much of a threat. They live off the lichens here. Well, does it sound like this? And I use minor illusion to make that skittering sound. No. Well, what does that sound then? Death. Death? Death. That sounds horrifying. I've never heard that. That sounds terrible. Oh, so you it, don't know what it is. How long have you been down here? Well, we lived down here. You never heard that, though? No. Uh, we have a village about a mile down the tunnels that way. Hmm. Well, can it feed 300 to 330 people? A cave stack? No, your village. Oh, no. I mean, yes, us. Are these humans? Drow? It's a mix. Before you, it's a group of four. It's a human, there's a goblin, a kobold, a drow. How long has your village been down here? A uh, few generations now. Why? <laughs> society sucks. So you just make your own society then? Yeah. Does that suck too? No, it's pretty laid back. Mm. We hunt and farm and entertain ourselves and... What do you farm? Uh, oh, mostly lichens and mosses. So a couple of mushrooms that'll grow down here. Um, and we found a pretty unique variety of alfalfa that seems to grow completely in the dark. Do you have any? Uh, we always kick her. Yeah, a little bit around. Here you go. Mm. Do you have any weird cave instruments that you invented? That we invented? No. Well, how about the one that you just made a variant of? With the uh, materials you have? I mean, mostly it's drums and percussive instruments, more broadly. Music isn't super popular where we are. Weird, I think in mostly darkness it'd be much more interesting. And important. Um, well, we don't live in darkness. Our village is pretty well illuminated. Oh, what is it that you use for light? Plants. You burn them? No, they glow. Ah, glowy plants. Well, we've seen glowing mushrooms before. They're really mm -hmm. quite useful and the light can be a little bit pale, but everything's very well illuminated. Actually, most of us enjoy reading and writing. Music was never very that popular here. We have some drums, but they're mostly for warnings or letting people know if someone's coming, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So you who are hunting, what is your name? Uh, my name? It's a... Uh, Stephen. So you who are Stephen, I have two questions and I'm sure my companions may have more. One. Um, we are hoping to get to the other side of these mountains through the mines. Can you help provide us with some direction? I haven't much interested ourselves in leaving. Hmm. We created something that's self-sustaining down there. Ah, so you do not know the way out. Not particularly, no. Mm. Well, then the second question. Jamal's just like, <laughs> right here. I 
know where I'm going, mostly. Mostly. They went no shortcuts. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> they don't. So, you who are Stephen, then question two. Um, where do you, where could we easily find food for these 300 plus people um, for the next several days? I don't think any food comes easy down here. Mm. The woman who's also in the group pipes up again. Yeah, um, not really. Survival down here isn't necessarily easy, but it certainly keeps away all the, well, annoying bastards that live on the surface. I resemble that remark. Yeah, you guys don't seem annoying. Not everyone on the surface is annoying. Just a lot of them. And they kind of make it suck for everyone. So are you just trying to get our group just to live underground for the rest of the adventure? <laughs> yeah, do you want us to join? <laughs> <laughs> they make great points! I live with them now! <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to join our village, you can, I suppose. We haven't had anyone join us new in, I don't know, it's been about eight months. Do you have any of those giant bats I heard so much about? Yeah, we have a couple of those. Bats. Do we need to see one? I'd like to. How far away is your village? How big? A couple miles. So you were right, Paul. Are you familiar with this village? Um, I mean, I've seen a lot of villages uh, through here. Just little dwellings. Most of them are kobolds. But I haven't met this particular group before. Okay. Do you think it would be alright to go out of our way to visit this village? Suppose we lose a day or two of travel. It's probably not worth it to see a bat. Meanwhile, they have a magic item shop with the best, cheapest magic items. They're just like, we have all these rings of protection, and we're <laughs> just like, giving just, them away. I just need to make one more sale in order to make my living, and then we'll well, never then, give them that sale. Ask Stephen if, if they have a shop. He doesn't know every shop in his village. Yeah. Do you know every store in your hometown? Have you Same. even been to the equestrian <laughs> store that's downtown? <laughs> Because I have <laughs> he, he would know if there were stores. Yeah, we do actually have an equestrian store. And not like a, you know, I don't know, practical one. It's definitely for show. So, so you who are Steven. Do yeah. You, do you have any important and useful shops in your village? Yeah. Do you sell any magic items or potions? Oh, we got a couple of potions. Potions of healing? Mostly. Mm. Yeah, the, you know, most useful. Uh, I don't general purpose. Losing two days is worth. Not if it's several <laughs> days to get just two miles. What do you think happened to Fervent? Ooh. Good answer. Hmm. What's your tragic backstory? I'm gonna ask that one in a while. Um, I don't know, I was born here. Life's been pretty good. I came here. Um, it's on the surface. Mary did his jerk. Left him. 
then uh, signed up with a mining crew. One day, when I was coming back from work, still, you know, walking up the mine tracks, saw some folks that were clearly not from the mining, and that's when I found out about this place. So, went to the village, just decided to stay. What's your village called? Um, home. Mm-hmm. That seems name. to be a common name. Yeah. We didn't really name it. Uh, some some folks call us, you know, the underneath. It's more of a general, regional thing. Alright, well, I guess we'll just keep going on our way. Oh, do they have cool things to trade? The cool things to trade? Yeah. Uh, I mean, not particularly. They're hunters. So no cool spears? No, like, ceremonial spear? No. Mm. Well, I guess we'll move on. Yeah. Nice seeing you. Good luck on your hunt. Thanks. Move on and uh, go until we need to rest and do our normal process. Uh, sure. You go through that. Food is divvied up. Uh, night passes. Get your long rest in. It's, you know, changelings are starting to feel the trip. It's getting a little rough. I'm going to keep changing up those beans to make them interesting. Okay. So you set up the next morning? Well, if they're, if they're starting to feel it, I will actually use one of my bardic uh, things and do a happy song. Something to lift their spirits. All right, virtuoso. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like emotion. Yes, I'm going to manipulate them emotionally to get what I want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, absolutely. Because why would you? So not I do, do that? dirge of dread. <laughs> <laughs> they all scatter <laughs> through the tunnel. All right. I'm guessing you don't actually cast Dirge of Dread. No, we'll do an uh, entranting performance and fill them with a deep, hopeful emotion. Okay. The spirits of pretty much everybody are lifted by your performance. Everyone who didn't make the saving throw. (laughs) (laughs) If they're willing, I don't think there is a saving. Saving throw. They seem to be willing to listen to your music, which is. This is first, also. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> it's a new one. You have a captive audience. <laughs> yes, I can't leave. So you travel down the tunnels again today yep. with a slightly cheerier bunch at your back. <laughs> which means that Nines is hanging back more with the changelings than up with the rest of the group today. So you're a little separated. That's fine. Okay. What's the worst that could happen? I don't know. Let's find out. Right? Yeah, let's find out. And one. 77. Mm. Bugbear's attack. Um, okay. I need a d20 roll. Just a roll. Me? No modifiers or anything. From 
Soria, Ulseth, Javal, and Poland. Well, that sucked. <laughs> Maybe low is good. Maybe it never is. Three. 18. I haven't had a three in a long time. Hmm. Uh, my two rolls were 19 and 20. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty, three. 19, 20, 3. <laughs> <laughs> Ulseth is in the front. And you got 77? 77. 77. Now, Ulseth, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. It can't be worse, can it? You are in the front with your sword, right? Lighting the way. Well, it is worse. <laughs> How? <laughs> well, you got two well, or one. Plus, it's plus two, though, so I get a four total. <laughs> Double! Ah! Um, you take... I'm throwing this away. <laughs> you take ten bludgeoning damage. Wow. As you slip down... Uh, you're, like, stepping over some old mining track and you don't realize that the ground and timbers underneath it are just completely rotted out and there's like a little sinkhole there so it all crashes down into it and you are at the bottom watch your step here how far down it's only about six feet down i can but climb out nines all says fell so far we have to leave them <laughs> Oh, no, well, <laughs> I just sang a song about how smart and brave he is. And not falling down holes. Yes, that was lyric number three. The, the hole's only like six feet deep. Yeah, but like he's like seven and a half feet he's, tall. He's all, like his head's poking out. He's climbing up now. I don't think we have to leave him down there. We have there. to abandon Ulta. This is, <laughs> this is the saddest day of my life. <laughs> I climb out of the hole. As I said, watch your step. There is a hole here. Is it if just... only there was some sort of uh, timber you could put across it so no one falls like into it. Like a seven foot long timber. Yeah, that'd be really great. Why don't you just walk around the hole? How is the hole take up? Uh -huh. No, it's, uh. it's a, you know, it'll slow you down for a few minutes as everyone gets past it, but there's you a can hole make here. Everyone go around it. I'll just tell stand there and tell people not to jump in the not hole not to fall in the hole thank you I've done that that exact thing they're on a annual bike ride that we used to do David and I uh, and we'll do again at some point in the future as um, COVID becomes less of a threat or just more if it is thing you have to you deal do, with. You do have to um, use shared showers in like a public shower room at the end of each day. So you're in fairly close quarters with folks, even though most of your time is spent riding a bike. Um, I once fell into a foot deep pothole that had been completely covered over by a heavy rainstorm that came through, so just filled. And it looked just like, you know, a little puddle on the road, but it was a foot deep pothole. It completely filled with water. And I fell in when end over and with my handlebars uh, pretty sure I bruised a rib on that fall and then I stood in the center of the road just waving my arms trying to make sure no one else fell in the damn thing oh and I had so many people yell at me like get out of that road and I'm like all of you would have hit this if I hadn't been standing right here stopping you 
And they were just, it was at the bottom of a hill, too, so people were coming down at about 20 miles an hour. It was fun. I can't believe your your wheel survived that. I'm really shocked. I was doing this long bike ride on a mountain bike, so I did have a much sturdier wheel than the average rider on this big group ride. But I'm actually really surprised that my wheel stood up to that one. Especially when it turned into an egg another year. Well, the thing is, it was my front wheel that hit it. My rear wheel became egg-shaped. So go figure. Mm. So. so how are my wheels? Your wheels are fine. Okay. I mean, a little beat up now, but they're okay. Mm -hmm. Kind of egg-shaped. <laughs> <laughs> and that egg has cracked. That was your... Uh, you know, I haven't done one of those. Shared a personal anecdote for a session. Yeah. You know? Well, there we go. It's been a few sessions since I did that. So... Do we run into anything other than a hole this day? No, pretty quiet day as you can okay. travel through. Then we'll do the standard water bean plan. Mm -hmm. Water uh, bean plan. Water bean plan. Yeah. Do, do, do. do you basically just keep up a cheerful song all day? Until I get bored. How long does so that like last? Five Three hours. Oh, oh wow. Hours. I'm playing an instrument, so. So that keeps Yeah, but that's some stamina. So, they, it's been a while since I had a captive audience because if they want to live, they have to stay with me. <laughs> that sounds way more threatening than that actually is. <laughs> you continue down, rest, do your standard bean thing. Next day, you head out, and it's your turn to roll nines. Let's see what happens. 31. 31. Good. Not so clustered together. We're learning. Um, too similar. Reroll. Give me a walk back. Five. 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 Just five. Okay. Um, you see another person. This is a very busy secluded cave system. It's not really secluded. There's a big city on each side of it. Not very secret, though. It's supposed to be secret. Secret-ish. Well, considering that on either side of these mountains, there... On the Korma Republic side, Ironvale is the closest city to the mountains, major city, and that has about 300,000 people living in it. And then there are two cities that are larger than Ironvale, both, that have around uh, three quarters of a million living in it. Uh, on the Glendrangan you know, side? On the Glendrangan side. So. Yeah, it's a secret path, but people people it's, use it. It's a known smuggler route, though. Yeah, it's like smugglers know the route's there. They use it, and every once in a while, they run into each other. Yeah. I mean, we've run into, like, four groups of people, four individuals or groups in, like, what have we been here? This is like, the eighth day. Eight days, yeah. Uh, we don't get our protection from the wolves anymore. No, I know that super useful protection. For all we know, they were actually just like saving everyone in the background. <laughs> yeah, they killed that skittering thing for us. 
So. Um, so there's somebody. Hi. <laughs> the person that's walking towards you is actually a centaur. Mm. So they're fairly oh. tall. And they're sort of ducking at parts through these caves. Um, and they're, they're actually not even walking towards you. I sort of misspoke there. They come out from another path and merge going in the same direction that you are. So we're just awkwardly going like... Uh, yeah. There's a lot of crisscrossing tunnels. Yeah. It's not... Yeah, I would just like to imagine like we all just empty out of a tunnel and then there's a centaur just like... So the centaur <laughs> <laughs> looks down Hello. at the you. <laughs> Hi. Takes, takes you all in. Hello. What's your name? Unur. For the spelling and note-taking inclined here, it is U-N-N-R. What you doing in the caves? Making a pilgrimage. Ooh. What was your tragic backstory? I would not consider anything about the history of my life to be tragic. Ooh, it's a, a hard life. life. Or it's very obvious that their life is hard. What are you pilgrim? Pil- <laughs> What's your pilgrim? What are you pilgriming? I'm a pilgrim to the sacred sites of the dragons. Oh. I hope no one damaged said dragons. What? What sort of? What? What's the sacred sites of the dragon all about? My. My tribe. We believe that we are children of the dragons. This is our sacred ornamentation, gesturing to a necklace that she's wearing on her neck. This is made of dragon scales. From a brood mother long since passed. It has been passed down for generations in my tribe. And to ensure that we remain in the dragon's blessing, the future leader of the tribe must always make pilgrimage to the sacred dragon sites where the brood mothers lived and were born and where some died. So are you going to be visiting living dragons? That is my hope. Mm. So there's still dragons down here, huh? In the Drang Peaks? I don't know of any living dragons here. That's not to say there couldn't be. The dragons I intend on visiting are in the capital city of Glindring. Oh. Oh, so you are going to Glindring. These scales are from a long-deceased broodmother of the Red Dragon Clan. What a coincidence. I'm on my way, but it is not my next stop. I'm weaving my way through these ancient tunnels. There are old dragon nests here. If there were some, like, humongous ribcage sort of fossils in here, would that probably be a dragon? Possibly. Or perhaps a titan. What's a titan? 
my tribe believes that they are some of the first things that the gods created. Them and the dragons. They wanted to make images that could be as large as the gods. And their giant forms battled. Creating the rivers, the mountains, the meadows that we know today. So if I were to show you some shards of the bones, would you be able to tell what they were? Perhaps. Sure you do. Handful of fossilized bone chips. She looks at it. I don't know what those mm. could be. Thank you for sharing, though. Would you have any interest in still boiling dragon blood? Of which dragon lineage is it? Red? We found it in a pirate tomb. Then I may have some interest in that. It. Dragon blood is a much revered uh, material. Yeah, what could you trade for it? I have little to trade. Hmm. Maybe we can get favor and meet them later. Meet them where? In Gundring? Wherever, I don't know. I just met them. <clears throat> well, I only have three bottles of it. Mm-hmm. I'll pull out one of the bottles. Well, she eyes it as in awe. So this was from a dragon sort of skeleton thing with pools of blood around it. How interesting. That we in a pirate tomb. It could very well be from one of the lost dragon lines. There are branches that form during each brood mother's reign that splinter off from the main line. This could be one. Hmm. Well. I am wondering if Unir would be able to assist us in our journey to Glindring, perhaps um, identifying where we could find food. Um, I don't know, are you familiar with a place to find food with three, for 300 people per day in the caves? No, I struggle to keep myself fed on mm. this journey. Traveling these caves is difficult. You bring such a large group with you. I hope you are on your way to more prosperous conditions. Uh, probably we have a lot of beans. <laughs> that is favorable. I hope you have brought. Well, that's favorable. <laughs> a great many beans, as I believe you shall need them. <laughs> uh huh. Um, well, okay. If I give this to you, will would this like earn us a favor with you and your village or group or religious group thing? There are quite a few villages that are part of my tribe. I am one day to be leader of them. This is why I'm on this journey. If you would offer that as a token of gratitude, an offering to our religious practices would be 
and your dad? A few people. Mm. Respect the centaur practices in such a kind way. Where, where are your villages? We live where most of the centaur were. Um, given land. Given land? We had a contentious relationship in the past with the elves of Kosteria. Mm. But ages ago, well, a woman named Ramarta settled a dispute. <laughs> <laughs> settled a dispute between us and the elves. We were battling for land, pushing them back, them fighting against us, both trying to encroach on each other's cities and territories. Ramardin made an ancient treaty now that guaranteed us the ability to always have our favored lands. And we, in turn, guaranteed that the elves shall retain their favored lands. So, so, this is the land that we were given, but not by Remarden, but by the dragons that we believe blessed us to have this land. We are less confrontational than we used to be because of the negotiations so many ages ago. We set down most of our expansionistic desires as I understand the elves did too. And now, we live what is honestly quite a nice life. There's little that we want for and live in an area with plenty to sustain us and make our lives rich and full. Are you familiar with the Tashira known? Hmm. The name does not mean much to me. Hmm. So, you who are Unurur, I was trained by someone who was of the order of Ramardin. What is it, if anything, more that you can tell us of your history of Ramardin? And if not you, perhaps you can <clears throat> uh, tell me who amongst uh, your centaur members may know more of this history. Ramardin is a well-known name among all of us centaur. Mm. She was the f first bridge of peace between us and the elves. She saw the wisdom that both sides wished to expand, but that such continued actions would eliminate one or both peoples. And she's found the insights to make those of both centaur and alvin descent see her wisdom 
the story is fairly simple, but important to us. So, in your stories of Ramardan, are there any references to the beast that must be slain? No. Our Mm. stories of Ramardan are often tales of peace and personal growth. I don't know how many of them are, strictly speaking, true, but we have several tales, all imparting some sort of uh, important moral, usually about, first, seeking wisdom, and then reflecting upon the actions of those around you and yourself, and then learning to change your ways. They center around different themes, different ideas, but they all have the same basic message. Do you have any collection of these tales, perhaps written down, that uh, I may have? They are all stories that we share through spoken word. And in any of these stories, have the words Gats Dun Balim ever come upon? No, but that is a form of ancient outcome. We still speak it from time to time. Hmm. Do you know what those words might mean? It means roughly. It's a little tricky because the way that they are said changes their meaning. But it means something close to find the dark one in the light, or perhaps the beast is visible. Have you asked others of its meaning in the past? Yes, I have. One has said the great darkness. Another has something very similar to what you have said, which is, the beast is, uh, I believe the beast is among us, or the the beast is seen. Yes. You said something about the darkness is in the light? It is a turn of phrase. Something horrible is visible, is its meaning. Curiously, ancient Elven is once the same language spoken by the centaurs. We used to live together, or at least very close to one another. I don't know what so many thousands of years ago caused our two peoples to start fighting. But I do know Ramardin is the one that got us to stop. So the language is something of an old form of tongue for us that we still practice today, mostly in ceremonies. It's not much of a a practiced language. Well, that has been most interesting. So if we were to come upon one of your centaur villages, would they be able to tell me of those tales? Yes. Usually, several times a year, we 
will gather together several different uh, villages of our tribe and we will stage reenactments plays of these tales the adults will narrate the action and children will dress up portray the characters it's a way of being both entertaining and community building for us you're more than welcome to come we don't have that many visitors most people find traversing the deserts to be unpleasant you have any more questions no thank, thank you very much you're quite welcome it's it's nice to meet some outsiders Zab, we don't get to interact with folks all that often especially when one is on a religious quest Thank you again for sharing the boon of a god. Here you go. And remember, you got it from Soria on Sula. Midnight brunch. That's for us by name. I do see that you wear the pin of the Company of Blades. Yeah. You know Soloth? I do not. Oh. But of the mercenary groups, I have found them to be the most honorable and respectable of them. Don't trust any group called the Saltworthy, though. I shall keep that in mind. Good. <laughs> they didn't do anything to us. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, safe travels. Thank you. And she continues on down another passage. I guess we'll keep going. Yeah. Okay. Run into any trouble? Not for the rest of the day, no. All right. Time for water, and good beans. berries, sleep, beans. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for like a lemon thyme. Okay. Beans today. Yeah. Or this morning, next morning. All right. The day concludes and go through your evening and typical process. Feed my basilisk meats to sevens. Mm -hmm. Tens. And the next day you set out again. Go ahead and make a roll. We have 39. Okay. Not too very long into your day, you hear voices from up ahead. Hmm. And they're sort of loud, panicky voices hmm. arguing with each other. In Glendrangan? In Glendrangan, yes. Stealthily, or just walk up? Uh, what are they? Can we hear what they're talking about, or just at the distance that you're <clears> at? It's hard to make out exactly what they're saying, but you hear the sounds of arguing. 
Can we tell how many people are arguing, more or less? You hear at least six voices. Keep it down up there, we're trying to walk! <laughs> I like it. Go for it. Yeah. Use that charisma. <laughs> Burn those. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. The voices suddenly stop. Thanks! <laughs> and you hadn't noticed this because it was far off, but when it happens, you suddenly become aware that there were some lights up ahead and they have gone out. Hmm. As the walls of the cavern get just ever so dimmer. Oh, we're good. This is great. All right. Mm. That was well, a Seth, lead the way with your flamey sword. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> Perhaps you can announce our, our uh, <laughs> rival. We're not gonna kill you or anything, we just want to get through! Make a persuasion check. That is a... Number. Uh, 20... 28. We're not gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, he makes a good point. Okay. No response. It's no response. So I walk up carefully. As we after we announce that we're not going to kill them, you walk up with your flaming sword. No, I, oh. I put the I unflame the sword and light a torch. Okay. What he said. <laughs> I get ready to cast bless. All right. Um, I'm listening for trouble. Is there any other way around? Is there anything <laughs> coming towards us? Like most of the passages that you've been through, there are quite a few side shafts. Mm -hmm. So it's a little hard to tell where exactly they are now. I'm going to keep an ear out. Okay. After a few minutes, the 300 changelings are coming up behind you. And what do you want them to do? Hold. Okay. Let's proceed forward carefully. Okay. We go forward. I'm on full alert. Okay. You continue forward. Um. Ulseth, make a guidance. It guided. Make a persuasion check. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. Fifteen. Fifteen. Not bad. Okay. Yeah. Considering I had a minus one, I took care of it. <laughs> So do you wait for all the changelings to pass and pull up the rear? Like, how, how are you? No, no. No, we're going so ahead. You, okay, so you're still... The, the four of yeah. us are, are moving ahead okay. under, you know, under the persuasive guidance of sure. uh, Nines, who has informed them that we're not going to kill them. <laughs> hey. At least I'm honest. That is true. Unless they try to attack us, then we will kill them. Okay. Especially Zoria. 
Um. <laughs> I expected you to say, ow, my hand. <laughs> you... I was trying to be cool. You go for quite a few hours and nothing. Nothing. Hours? Yeah, you get so far that the end of the day is perfect. Did we pass through a place where we could see that people were hanging out? No. So we don't know where they were. No, you don't know where they were. Hmm. Well, well, this is a smuggler's den, so they're probably in the up and up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're fine. Fine. We're fine. Let's make beans. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you make some... You go through your usual nightly routine. Yeah. And the next day... We don't get attacked in the night. I feel like even if they did try want to attack us, if they came into a room full of 300 nineses... <laughs> All with eye shine in the middle of the night. Is there just a trail of just fur? Yeah. Because yes. does it disappear when they change back? Huge trail of fur and Rasati pellets. No, I mean, it stays. Yeah. They're, we've they're sort sh- of. They're dis- shedding. Yeah, we've sort of discussed, like, if I wild shape or shape shift, like, if I wild shape, can I, like, take, like, fur? Yeah. If I turn into a sheep and gather wool for myself? Yeah, I mean... Like, does it we, disappear? It's like, it's one of those questions. We've acknowledged that there's some magical ways to create a whole bunch of, like, money loopholes. Because <laughs> it's magic. And changelings are inherently magical, so they, they leave a trail of fur behind as you, like... And pellets. It's basically carpet at this point. There's <laughs> 300 nines moving through it a helps. small area, kind of cushion. Yeah. So the, there's a little carpet trail of nights for behind you. Does it leave, like, my exact markings somehow? What do you mean your exact markings? Like, like how my back looks. Oh, so there's, like, black stripes in the fur on the ground. <laughs> no. No, it's, just, you know, cat's shed, and it's just whatever that particular bit of fur. Right, so I'm making beans this morning. So, you who are a ball. Yeah. Are you certain that we are still on the correct path? Yep. About how many more days do we have to go? Maybe uh, another week and a half. Oh, so we are about halfway through. Yeah, about, yeah. Hmm. Do you have any idea who was doing the arguing? No one good. Hmm. You think they might be following us? Probably not. If you meet someone in these tunnels, yeah, either hit it off with them real quick, or avoid want it. to avoid each other forever. Hmm. Okay. Next time I see someone, I'm going to accuse them of running away from us. <laughs> that sounds good. Let's go. All right, you head up for a day. Roll. 39. That's just what I got. Um... Please tell me we run to the same group. Oh. (laughs) That would have been way more fun. 75. 75. 
I wanted to run into a Can group I? of people arguing again. <laughs> this time, sneak up on them. What? Did we run into the same? Um, no. Oh. <laughs> up ahead of you, there's an old man. He's whistling gently to himself. Is it the same old man we saw in front of a forest a while ago? Long while ago. Hello. <laughs> I like that. Hello. Does, does this person look familiar? No. Okay. Someone with a very long beard. As though he's never cut his beard. I like your beard. Well, thank you. I mimic it. Hands the beard out to you. I, I bat at it. Yes. 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 So, I, sh I shake it. <laughs> what brings some adventurers like yourselves down into these caverns? How is he sitting like that? Is he sitting in air? No, he's sort of like leaning up against the oh, rock wow. wall. Like... We are leading my family to safety. Interesting. Inter How big is your family? Uh, like 330 people. Quite large. You should see some of my families. How big is your family? I don't remember. Oh, that's huge. Right? What's your name? Oh! What's in a name? That's uh, what we call you. We should call you what's in a name. You who are what's in a name. Why don't you call me Tibbles? Tibbles is a fun name. Because we don't really know a Tibbles. Why, yes, you probably do. It's a wonderful name. Well, you just People said what is in a name. Well, many things are in a name. It was a question, not a rhetorical one. Should is Tibbles your actual name? Can be, might be, perhaps it should be. But well, no, I think I you should tell me your actual name. At this point, he's sort of walking in circles on the tunnel. Mm -hmm. So, you found yourself here in the tunnel with a very large family. What uh -huh. mm -hmm. say you? A little game. I promise you, it's only fun. I like fun. Fun's good, let's do it. Execute. I am okay with fun. We agreed on fun. Excellent. Now, all of you have to go to play. The two silent ones there, do you agree? Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, I like board games. Well, I didn't say it was a board game. Oh, well, they're the most fun thing I can think of. <laughs> I have to look into those. Uh, the other one? This seems like a phenomenally bad idea. Perfect! Consent? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. That was a question. Oh, sure, yeah. Wonderful! Now. 
I always am contracted to offer myself up by giving this opening statement. You have found me here and pray, but do not, Leah, lend me your ear and come now near. Though I appear to have little to offer, I still have desire to offer this proffer for all of you forging a path most dreary, so I shall intercede to make your mind less weary. Answer my riddles with wit, and I shall reward with something befit. Beware, however, of responses all wrong, for I give lessons that might last quite long. Now, since you have agreed to my game... <laughs> oh, you just explained the rules! Have I? <laughs> yes! Hmm. An interesting response. You see, you have me today. Tomorrow, you'll have more. As your time passes, I'm not easy to store, but I don't take up space. I'm only ever in one place. I am what you saw, but not what you see. I think it's eggs. Are we allowed? <laughs> Are we allowed to hear it once more? Well, of course. So why okay. wouldn't I perform my wonderful riddles for you a second time? That's what I'm thinking. You have me today, and tomorrow you'll have more. As your time passes, well, I'm not easy to store. I don't take up space, but I'm only in one place. And what you saw but not what you see. I'm pretty sure it's eggs. Memories. <laughs> Memories. Memories. Not eggs. Memories. <laughs> From sort of crouching atop the ceiling, looking down at you now. Not eggs. That's an odd answer. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> well, I guess a consensus is memories. Um, I'm with the eggs, actually. That sounds... <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's probably memories. I don't I don't want to give an answer. This is terrifying to me. <laughs> you should give the eggs answer then. So memories. Yeah, why not? Yes. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Fades away in a Cheshire cat style smile left behind. And then that too is gone. And um, oh, I have one question. You all see, you'll sort of black out for a moment. Mm, that's always good. Yeah, do we get a short rest? <laughs> Surya, while you are unconscious, you see a scene with your mother and your father arguing. You are younger than you are now. You think yourself about a child's age. You hear them discussing some sort of journey that she has to take. Your father doesn't want her to go. He thinks it's too dangerous. He's not sure that the journey's worth it anymore. He doesn't even think that Whatever she's going towards is real. You can't make out 
all that many words, some of them are too unfamiliar for you to really recognize what they're saying. But you do hear one word that rings out above all the others. You hear Onristo. Onristo? Yes. The city that we were in. Ulsath, while you are unconscious, you remember a time from when you were quite young, just a teenager, to when you came back to your village and everyone was gone. And you see something that you you never remembered before now. You see that there is a bit of cloth that got torn off by a, an errant tree branch. It's dark black with gold embroidery and what seems to be some sort of eagle's talon on it. The full image of the embroidery is lost, incomplete on this piece. Nines. You think back during your flashback to a time when you realized you were actually quite drunk. This checks out. It was while you were touring with the voice. You and he were at a bar together. And you had a private table. The rest of the bandmates had gone home, but at the time, you enjoyed each other's company. Liked having long conversations about musical theory and crafting. This night's conversation drifted into something you hadn't hadn't talked about before. This night's conversation drifted into the work of gods. The voice brings up a pick. Pick that you now know. He has. Or had. talks about this length, mentions that there are other divine instrumentations. They just haven't all realized their potential. He thinks that something amazing should happen if they should all be fully realized. At the time, you laughed him off. I was drunk at the time. Thinking that you you couldn't actually find works from gods. That musical instruments had to be crafted by people. The gods would make something too perfect. And that music comes from the imperfections between the notes. 
He nodded sagely and actually seemed to agree with you on this point. But said he still thought we should go looking for them one day. Perhaps you and he should go find them together. And that point, you have a good laugh and clink your drinks. And kiss. And... This isn't your fanfic, Zoria. <laughs> I'm writing it. And then laugh and... Memory fades. The three of you wake up, come to, and you notice that Hulin and Javal are both on the ground as well, all sort of staggering up. All of you have a little pillow beneath your head that, as you get up, slowly fades and disappears. I try to grab it. You find nothing but air. What do these symbols mean? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we'll end today's journey. We'll be back next week for a little more adventuring through these tunnels. So, until then, stay safe. I love you.